Did you want to talk about that game you were telling me about? Where it's like assholes, tanks, and assholes, or whatever it's called? Assholes, tanks, and assholes. Grenades, assholes, and tanks? I don't yeah, know. So you know, you, cool. don't, you, you know you, don't, you don't help. You don't help yourself, and you don't help me. He's <laughs> a booty holes, hoes, and butts. Like, what? Well, clowns, hot hamburgers, peanut brittle. No, Michael, you're just saying words now. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the IO panel. This is episode 77, recorded on Sunday, October 8th, 2017. Um, I'm Michael, and I'm joined by my other two distinguished hosts, Evan and James. Evan, how you doing? Harambe died for the cause. I'm doing well. Harambe died for, for our sins. Yes, trying to live my life. Uh, As in his, in, would, in his would, memory, would would like you to correct. Okay, <laughs> James, how are you? Uh, I'm good, man. Just gonna stay away from the old memes, and uh, you know, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. You're Thank doing you. well. Yeah, you look well. You yeah. look well. Yeah, you got the natural light behind you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Got the clean look. Mm-hmm. Got the hair. You know? I like it. All right. So what have you guys been up to uh, this past week? Any stories? Any? Um, Got a new mouse, which I'm pretty happy with. A new mouse. Yep. All the way from old China. Is this your Chinese uh, version of whatever? Yes. The one you told us about like a week ago, you're like, oh, I'm waiting for it. Yes, it is actually. Okay, cool. Yep. It it performs above my expectations. And it was only $23, so I'm happy with it. And it's all white? It's not all white. No, it is uh, black plastic, but it has RGB uh, accentuation, I guess. Those are the color changes? Mm-hmm. I think you would like it too, James. Cool. Not saying I'm going to get you one, because you, you don't share my passion. Um <laughs> And I don't think Not you many need do. a replacement. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, we are a tight-knit community that support each other's habits. Um, you know, and we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. James, how have you been? What's new? What's cracking? Um, you know, it's been a quiet week, man. All work. No play. Home, but play, played some uh, PUBG this week. Got my ass kicked. Let me ask you a question, James. Yeah. Do you play first person or third person? Um, I normally play first person. I mean, I normally play third person. I have played some first person, but I don't play it too often. Why do you prefer third person? Because third person, you have there's all those mouse look advantages you can get. Mm-hmm. I can see around myself 360 degrees. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, I love, I love the cheat ability. Seeing around corners. Seeing around the corner, yeah. Because you know, third like person's a, a crutch. Yeah, it is a crutch. I mean, 
I definitely want to go to first person, but I like playing squads more than I like playing Saint solo. So if I'm playing solo, I'm going to use every advantage I can, which means third person and whatever else I can leverage. But if I'm playing squads or duos, then I'll play whatever. You okay. know, I'll do first person. I like first person because first person has advantages too. Players aren't paying attention in first person. Mm-hmm. You know, they're using the PUBG logic, which is staring at the floor, buzzing around like bees looking for loot. <laughs> and if you're paying attention, if you're a first person person and you're paying attention, you can just like cap people in the head and people, people will run right by you in first person and they can't see you because they're just, they're tunnel visioned on the ground or on, on the looking for a loot crate or whatever, you know? Yep. Okay. Just want, just wanted to ask you that question. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, slow week. Otherwise we did, we did see a movie last night, Michael, that you were excited to see. You really wanted to go see it. So mm-hmm. we didn't see that. We did see that feature film and, uh, you enjoyed it thoroughly. Star studded. Mm-hmm. It was star studded actually. Kind of, and yeah, it was it was awful. <laughs> but we can talk about that later. Yeah, so that that was it for me. Well, good. All right. Well, I don't have much to report. Uh, only thing I can say is I've been seeing a lot more movies. Good. Get the, adding some culture to your life. Thanks to the movie pass service. Excellent. So you you finally got it to work. Oh, yeah. Or th- theaters started showing up, rather. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's working now. It's working. So now. was that just well. like a glitch? Yeah, it was some some glitch, some fluke, whatever. So it's, okay. it's working now. Working well. Excellent. I've seen now. I've seen four movies thanks to the Movie Pass service. So it has paid for itself three times over. Oh yeah. It's ten dollars a month, and every movie I've seen costs thirteen or fourteen dollars per ticket. Ooh, so. you don't go to many matinees, do you? I don't think that's a thing anymore. It's not. I mean, it, is it is here where, where you live, but, but it's still like six fifty. I don't. I don't Evan goes to the drive-in. <laughs> there is a drive-in theater here. He's in the south. <laughs> People drive in and drink pop and whatever, whatever the fuck else. Go to yep. <laughs> go to make out make out bluff. Yep, and masturbate. <laughs> well, what is wrong with you? Just stand. Don't even he's, go there in a the car. He stayed. Just stand hydrated. on the bluff, jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> Just stand on the this bluff. place. Look next to you to to the people making out in the cars, looking at you in disgust. Be like, I love this view. <laughs> I love being in nature. That's right. That's right. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll have to investigate that movie ticket price thing because like, yeah, we'll I'm not sure. We'll have to investigate that, that public masturbation charge. That too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't we get into some news here? So, I got the first two articles here. You want the good news or the bad news first? The good news. The good news? Okay. Um, in a throwback to last week, we were talking about how Puerto Rico was destroyed and good things are coming from it. Um, the FCC has granted Google slash Alphabet permission to use their Loon project, which is a 
it kind of looks like weather balloons. Uh, they are solar powered balloons that carry uh, LTE cell sites to provide cellular coverage for you know destroyed areas or areas that just aren't covered by any you know other provider. Um, now you know of course normally there are cell providers on in Puerto Rico, but you know like eighty percent of our islands destroyed still without power. So um, this will help uh, in communications. So I had a thought that from all this destruction, you bring in these uh, Google cell site balloons and the Tesla batteries. I'm like, man, they're building a, a utopia out of this destroyed territory. It would be a utopia if it weren't still susceptible to hurricanes all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but it, it looks like some good is coming of it. Yeah, well, maybe we'll see some good hurricane tech. You know, Could maybe, be. I mean, I feel like if I feel like the thing is, if you have all the like tech people in California, then they're not thinking about hurricanes in the fucking out in the ocean. You know, in those, in those ocean in those islands. They're called islands. Mm-hmm. Islands. Islands. They're not thinking about the hurricane tech in the islands. So maybe they can figure something out. You know, maybe a a large wall or. Uh, Buildings made of concrete, not paper mache. I don't know. Anything's possible. We need some buffers out in the ocean. Hmm. Can't we? Uh, can we like? We'll see a hurricane starting. Can we like launch something into it to uh, make it disperse? That was in a Captain Planet episode. Ah. Uh, so I don't know that that's an actual thing. We need Mati and his monkey. <laughs> they we need love. the monkey. Into the, uh, yeah. Mati had the lamest heart. Love. <laughs> Actually, I think he was, he was heart. He, heart, was, uh, yeah, that's right. Earth, yeah. wind, water, and heart. Yeah. With your powers combined, Whoopi Goldberg is Gaia. Oh, <sighs> Jesus Christ. Actually, yes. I don't remember if it was Whoopi Goldberg. It was someone. I think it was Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Wasn't there supposed to be a Captain Planet movie? Uh, I don't know, but I was going to ask you if you saw the... Mock Captain Planet starring Don Cheadle. No. Where no. he was like Captain... P- <laughs> he's painted silver in like a shitty outfit with a green wig and he's an asshole to everyone. No. <laughs> he's like, fuck you being your planet. I'll see if I can find a link for later. I'm looking for that. But uh, on, the, on the subject of hurricanes, did you ever see the graphic that compared like uh, NOAA predictions with sort of you know, news weather nine predictions with uh, Navy predictions for hurricanes. The Navy predictions are almost spot on, which honestly makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Since, you know, they have ships out there and whatnot. Satellites. Mm hmm. Black ops technology, weather control, whatnot. They, cloud, they, cloud they don't, they don't have to predict where it's going. They direct it. Yeah, right. Illuminati confirmed. Mm-hmm. All right, so on to the bad news. Ah! Are you watching the video? Ah! <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, right? I'll post the, the playlist in there. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's fucking great. <laughs> Dude, the guy who was playing with tea, he's like, they like all put their rings in. He's like, heart. <laughs> So good, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So, on to the bad news. Um, AOL Instant Messenger 
the power that it was for the last several decades, uh, as of December 15th of this year, will be no more. They're shutting the servers down. They de- they decided that the Oscar protocol they were using, um, now that the AIM users were in the single millions, uh, was not worth their time, money, oh. and effort. Now you can just go to their website and sign in. Mm-hmm. And you're you're there. How about that? Yeah. So I mean, I I didn't realize that. Maybe they're sort of maintaining it, but using different technologies or something. I don't know. No, but no, no. They said they're, you they're could, getting rid of it. Yeah. Done. So that's kind of sad. I used AIM quite a bit through high school. Um, it was the main way to communicate for a very long time. Yeah. It was ICQ, AIM, MSN. Yep. I never really cared for MSN. Uh, I guess it, every, all of them had the pros and cons. Um, but I might just install AIM on December 14th. And uh, idle with some old friends until they mm-hmm. shut the servers down. That's a great idea. Crack open was... a cold one with the boys. Watch the world end, huh? Yep. I get you. I was thinking about um, logging in, but I can't remember. I can only remember my very first account, and I can't remember the password. Hmm. And it probably doesn't exist anymore because it was an AOL account. And uh, what's the username? Jamie Khan. For, for me, well, I, just, what, I just signed what? into mine. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yours is like Womagba. Yes, <laughs> dude, you're you're <laughs> you fucking you're dedicated clown. <laughs> yeah, you're so you are super dedicated. <laughs> yeah, there's rough and stuff two thousand. Oh yeah, rough and stuff two thousand. I forgot about that. Oh, that was you, right? Yeah, I, I was, was like, was I was like, that's, I mean. why does that sound familiar? Oh, right. RLWG one. Mm-hmm. R-L-W-G-O-N-E. Mm-hmm. And then also, where's the other one? I just saw it. Where's my Where's my real one? Evan T. Great. Correct. Yep. Treefrog90. Is that Sarah? That's, That's Bryant. Is that Treefrog? Mm-hmm. Oh. Treefrog I was like, is that Sarah Gallant? I was like, what the fuck? Hmm. Anyways, who's this uh, elite hacker? Is that Daniel? Uh, yes. Is it spelled with numbers? Yeah, yeah, that's Daniel. Hmm. Stark Poo FSL. Wonder who that is. No, I have no idea. Anyway, let's continue instead of yeah. Outing I have people. no idea. Yeah, let's, let's, you we'll we'll let's go down memory outing. lane yeah. in private. Let's stop outing people. Yeah, Please, let's go. <laughs> outing people. Outing people to our thousands of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like Sarah Gallant. Let's, let's like we all have, <laughs> we all regret the decisions we made twenty years ago. Let's yeah. not bring that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peter Puffer eighteen. Oh, that was me. <laughs> let's let's just go. <laughs> That's right. XOXO Willy Wonka XOXO. That's mm-hmm. not a real thing, but yeah. All right. Well, AIM, we will miss thee. Um, they did say if you're still using an AIM.com email address, that will still be active and available, and you can still use that to send and receive your email. If you're using an AIM.com email address, though, <laughs> <laughs> you deserve a swift kick to the nuts. But, uh, yeah. All right. So, next up, 
I have, uh, I put an article in here. It's from politico.com. So there's a gentleman by the name of John Kelly. You guys know who that is? I do not. Sounds like a generic white guy. Well, you would be correct. It is a generic white guy. Um, it appears though he holds a high ranking position within, um, the Trump administration. Okay. He might be the chief of staff. Hmm. Like the White House chief of staff, something like that. I'll accept that possibility. And apparently he was, I guess he was the Secretary of Homeland Security at some point. Anyway, so he, he turned in, he, he, like to the tech support guys, he gave them his personal cell phone, like over the summer. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't know what's going on with this thing, man. It's acting all wacky. And it turns out it's been hacked. Nice. So the phone was compromised maybe as early as almost a year ago. They say how? No. Hmm. Um, although they do say, you know, it's, I mean, it's still a big deal, but it's not, he does have a government cell phone that he's been using for government stuff, you know? Right. I mean, it's on the so honor system, I that's guess. separate. Yeah. Hopefully separate. Sometimes like, ah, fuck this Blackberry. I'm just going to call him on this phone. Mm-hmm. And he's a former Marine general. Ooh. Yeah. Impressive. He's like, I'm not a technology guy. Give me a gun. I'll solve your problem. Fix my phone. <laughs> yep. So I saw this. I was like, ooh, this is no bueno. Now, I wonder if it's just, if it's like truly like, haha, they're in there and they're gathering the datums. Or is it like, haha, you've been spammed, asshole. You know, right. like, <laughs> like, you know. I'm so, sure it will be spun uh, in a way that supports us bombing someone. Mm. Well, could be. I don't, I don't know if we ever needed an excuse for that, but this could be an excuse. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Thoughts, James? I'm looking at how thick the door is on the... Uh, <laughs> on, that, on that car? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Was oh, like a foot thick? Is that yeah. uh, the like presidential limo? It's got to be. Look how thick it is. Fucking nuts. I guess that's Trump in the background there. Yeah, you see the back of that fucking, like, or whatever he calls it. His toupee? Yeah. His his bird person hair? Yeah. <laughs> this mating season has been difficult for bird person. <laughs> uh, all right. So next up. Um, yeah, so Google had released a bunch of stuff. Um, honestly, there's not anything notable about it. Uh, they added some fixes that they should have added a very long time ago to the Google Home. That's the most important thing to me. Um, but they're only, they're small fixes and it's not where it needs to be yet. I wish I could say go buy one right now, but it's He's like one of I the most, u- it's one of the most useless devices I have in my house. I mean, an Alexa would be far better. Um, just because it's way smarter. It just I don't know how Google continues to half ass it through life. I mean it's ridiculous. Well, um, since since you're making such accusations, I don't know if any of you guys are gonna talk about this, but they are releasing 
a essentially universal translating headset. Thanks. That was uh, what I was going to talk about next. Okay. Uh, I appreciate you. Well, you said fucking... they're half-assing it way, their way through life. I wanted yeah, to you correct said they you. They didn't here. release anything worth noting. Yeah. So, so sorry. As far as devices, yes. That is oh. a device. No. It's yes. their it's their it's their Babelfish. They thing they bought from Babelfish like eight years ago, crammed into uh, the same headset that um, what's it called came out with a long time ago. That does I mean, it, that what's it called came out with last year. That's does all. Does it, it not is. qualify as a device? It does qualify as a device. But can I finish? It'd be great Please if I do. Could finish. I'll Please. just interrupt your next thing and be like, oh blah blah blah. You're gonna mention blah blah, right? Sure. <laughs> Fucking guy. I welcome <laughs> constructive criticism. Yeah. Okay, that's not criticism. That's just fucking humble bragging or something. I don't mm. know. There's not a word for what that is yet. Mm. Uh, I'll think of something. Shallow and pedantic. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> anywho. Um, yes. I think most of the devices are dumb that they came out with. They came out with the headset. That's the most notable thing, I guess. Um, it basically it translates. So, if you're talking to person A and they're speaking another language... You push you push a button on the side of the thing and it opens a translation app. It listens through your phone, translates, dumps that into your ears. Then you talk. It listens to what you said, translate it, and then spits it out through the phone. So there's a slight delay, but it's not that bad. I mean, it's kind of cool, and this is the beginning of like, you know, cool translation software. But I, honestly, I'm not super stoked about it because. Every time Google does a presentation, they're like, oh, we did this cool new thing. Now you can stick your dick in a kite, you know? And then you go to try to stick your dick in that kite, and guess what? Your dick gets ripped off because dicks don't go in kites, you know? And this is what's going to happen with this. You know, you're going to get it. You're going to be like, I'm going to talk to this Chinese girl I've been trying to talk to forever. And you're going to talk to her, and it's going to say, Xing Xiao Bao, and it's like, kill yourself, your mother's fat, or something like that. You know, it's going <laughs> to fuck it up. You know, Babelfish's uh, thing that they bought is is a good translator, but it's notoriously bad for natural language. So I don't really believe that this is going to work well. I think that it's a gimmick, and I think that we're not there yet, and we'll see what happens. But but Google is, is, is notorious for not doing a great job of supporting things when they come out with them. So we'll see what happens, you know. Probably the biggest thing to come out of this is the new Pixel, but... I got the I got the my Pixel downloaded the OS that came with the new Pixel, and unimpressed. You know, it's the days of like, oh, the new Google OS is coming out. The days of that excitement are long gone. I think you know, so hmm. that's all I got for that. Doom um, and gloom, huh? I mean, it's just it's just Google's. They 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 don't impress anymore. You know, they just it's not exciting. They come out with this like this is. The Google Home device is a reaction to Alexa. You know, they thought the idea up and they didn't execute. You know, they're like, should we make devices? What Should we? Oh, well, we can do all these cool things, but we wanted to give it to the world so they could do stuff with it. But then they did stuff and they fucking took a shit on our chest. Should we do it ourselves? And meantime, uh, Amazon's executing. They're coming out with Alexa. They're making it super usable, super easy. Fucking, you can talk to it. It understands natural language. It. They gave a API so that people could use the Amazon, the uh, Alexa. I think it's called Steps or something. You know, whatever they call it. You know, so you could add in your own modules and stuff. There's still nothing like that for the Google system. 
You know, mm. it's very mediocre. My, I use it. I have it. I try to use it every day. It still can't do basic things that are like, like, <clears throat> take these keywords, search for these things, and give me the results. You know, that's that's all it can do. It can't do anything else. It can't. You know, we we did, went over the stock thing before, which is basic. Like Google has that information. They have the best finance, one of the best financial things next to Google, Yahoo Finance, which is shocking. Um, <laughs> and they uh, they can't, you can't get that information through their system. You know, they have this thing that I use every on a daily basis, and this is the last thing I'll say about this, I promise. Called, um, it's called the Daily Report or something. So you just you say that you see the Google word, you, the catch word, and you say what's happening today, and then it'll say, oh hello your name or good morning your name or good afternoon your name and then it will say it'll give you the uh, weather your location all this kind of stuff things you already mostly know except for the weather then it will start playing a bunch of mini podcasts you know like the whole thing is probably about 45 minutes long and it's for the most part pretty good but it's repetitive because it's like okay here's cbs's take so of course, when major stuff happens like the Vegas thing, you know every single news broadcast is talking about Vegas and they're repeating the same information over and over again. Then at the end, Discovery, for some reason, Discovery's in there, and they're not a news broadcast thing. But you're like, oh, well, we'll get something. They'll say something interesting. No, they just take a YouTube video from Seeker, who I guess Discovery owns, and they just take that YouTube video, strip the video out, pump the audio into the app, and so. All week I've been hearing about this uh, supernumerary nipple, which is a person with a, with an extra nipple. So mm. I know all about supernumerary nipples, not information I cared about, because it's a video on YouTube. They just took the audio and put it in here. So I don't know. It's like they do stuff, and it's really good, but they half-ass it, I, in my opinion, and I think the same thing here. They got a lot on their plate, you know? Yeah. Running the world and whatnot. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before they get bought by some company. <laughs> And we're gonna be like, what happened to Google? Uh, it's only, it's only, you know, we're talking twenty years away, but it's gonna happen. Oh, I can't, I can't wait till Dave hears this. Who do you think would buy Alphabet? They're I don't know. so huge. I don't know, but they're not, they're Apple? not a company. They're not a company. Yeah, right. Proper. They're not a company with proper. They're not doing the right thing. How much does Apple have in the bank? Eight hundred million dollars. I don't know. More than more that. that. Eight hundred billion dollars. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're not concerned with that. They couldn't buy Alphabet with $800 billion, but still, I just, I don't think that this company, you know, I don't, I think, you know, 20, 30 years, it won't be a thing anymore because the stuff they make is like, nobody cares about it because they don't do a good job marketing it or selling. They have to change their whole business model to make it something other than like tools for developers is basically what Google makes, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm done. <laughs> Done. All right. I pooped. Yeah. <laughs> so I put a link in here just to the just to the Wikipedia article that's here about the Las Vegas shooting. Just because we, I don't think we've actually talked about the Las Vegas shooting on this show. Mm -hmm. So I figured we should probably discuss it and thoughts and feelings. So first of all, in case you've been living under a rock, anyone listening to this show. On October 1st, which was last Saturday, a gentleman by the name of 
Stephen Paddock was staying at a hotel in Las Vegas, the Mandalay Bay, on like the 32nd floor. And he broke out one of his windows and started firing indiscriminately into a crowd of people that was attending a country music festival. Um, kind of like across the way. And as far as I know, 59 people are dead, including the perpetrator. And 489 people injured. And that could either be shot, but not dead. Or trampled during the insanity, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So from what we know, this guy had a lot of guns with him. Even more guns at home. They're all... Not all, but a lot of them were like big rifle-type guns, you know, like AR-15 and such. I'm sure there's a list here of what he has, of whatever they've released. Um... Now, a lot of people in the initial reports, they, they're like, it sounded like a machine gun. It was like a machine gun, right? So you hear, keep on hearing that. So I initially thought, oh, this guy, he must, maybe he bought some pre-ban fully automatic weapons. But so it's come out that he actually had, he was using something called a, a bump fire stock or a bump stock which is this device that you can attach to a lot of different guns and it uses the recoil of the gun to simulate full auto. James can probably describe that a little better than me, but, um, and so, yeah, here we are. So this guy, he was, he was legally allowed to buy all these guns. There's nothing stopping him. He's not a criminal previously. And so now, of course, there's this whole discussion about, you know, what do we do? If anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, as in gun control. Is it a gun control thing? Is it a mental health thing? Is it a nothing we can do thing? You know, I don't know. So, gentlemen, thoughts, feelings? Uh, I, I don't think any major changes are going to come of this because everyone kind of, uh, forgets in, you know, like a month. Um, I'm not against having like a test to be able to buy a gun and I'm not, that's not like a psych evaluation with triggered. Yeah. That's like, have you completed a safety course for the gun that you're buying? That is a requirement here in the state of Maryland now mm-hmm. for buying a handgun. Mm-hmm. You have to, prior to you going to a gun store, you have to take a handgun qualifying class or something. Mm-hmm. And you have to have it. So then they give you like a certificate that says, you know, I passed the class, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then you also, prior to going to a gun store, need to go somewhere that that will fingerprint you. 
and then they have the fingerprints on file. I guess they, you know, I guess they send them and have you checked out or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But, and they give you like a confirmation number or something, and then you give that at the gun store. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't particularly have a, a problem with that. Um, maybe expand that to every type of gun. And I mean, you have to, I guess you have to display some sort of competence. So it's not like right. you're at the shooting range and, you know, you're saying like, I'm going to kill all these motherfuckers and the instructors are behind you. Like, Whoa, dude. Now here's the thing though. Like, like I said, that law that I just described, that's just in yeah. Maryland. Yeah, exactly. So that's not everywhere, you know, and it's definitely <clears throat> not where this guy was living where you could just buy as many guns as you want. Like here we have a limit on how many guns you can buy in within 30, you know, every 30 days mm-hmm. there, there's no limits. It's like, yeah, go in, now, buy and, 20 guns, walk out with 20 guns. You, know? and here's the question. you can get around that with gun shows too, right? Um, well, like go in, in, pay cash, walk out because it's a personal sale or whatever. Well, uh, you could do that. Yeah. So here's a question. I mean, obviously I, I agree. Gun shows, you shouldn't be able to buy guns at gun shows and circumvent all the rules. But will any of those kinds of laws, like just honestly, will any laws affecting those things stop someone like this guy? No. Completely not criminal guy who legally bought a bunch of guns and legally took them into the hotel because there's plenty of places in in, in Vegas to shoot. Plenty, plenty of shooting ranges. So they probably knew he had guns in his room. They're like, all right, whatever. They didn't care. You know why he had forty guns in his room? I don't know. Like, wh- I don't know what he thought he was going to achieve. Like, oh, I'll switch to this one, then that one. Like, how long do you think this rampage is going to go on for? I don't know. But, um, yeah. So he had twenty-three firearms and a large quantity of ammunition. Yeah, I just don't know what he thought he was going to achieve, honestly. Um, but. The question is, with gun control, what... So there's obviously some sense of common sense gun control, I think, that should be enacted, which is, like, the ability to buy... Just buy a gun in for cash at a fucking gun show. Stupid. This is dumb. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I, I would love to go do that myself, because buying a gun in Maryland's a fucking hassle. Like, if I could do that, and then they could put the gun control into effect, <laughs> to, then I'd be perfect. But... You know, at the I, same time. I don't have a problem with the gun show, you know, sort of loophole other than accountability. I mean, if there's like a record of the sale that's, you know, given to law enforcement or the ATF or whoever does that kind of thing, then I'm still fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I was as long as it's a, trackable. I was watching a video where they were talking about how just like a car, like you have to register it, you know. If I sell you my car, Evan, mm-hmm. then you have to go register it, you know? Yeah. Same kind of thing. <coughs> you tell Maryland mm-hmm. you you sold it, turn in your tags. Mm-hmm. I register it here. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Is um, the fear of the state knowing you have this gun or that gun, is it a legitimate fear? Not for me. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't intend to use it in any illegal way, so I don't care. He's like, I don't intend to, you know, uh, incite an insurrection. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so I think that fear comes from people 
from people thinking the government's going to take your guns away. You know, or they're going to take away their, their, like, the government. I think people look at the government and they're like, they're slowly taking our rights away. You know, like, you look at something like the Patriot Act and you're like, oh, well, maybe they are slowly taking our rights away. And then you think one day they're going to say, no guns. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have you on a list somewhere and know you have a gun or this gun or whatever. And they're going to come to your house and they're either going to arrest you or take your guns or put you in an internment camp because you're a possible dissident because you owned a gun or whatever. Like, I mean, obviously, far-fetched as fuck, but I think that's where it comes from. And I'll be honest with you, you know, as much as I feel like I should have a go bag because who knows what will happen, you know, that other fear is also in my mind at the same level, which is like, if they can pass a law like the Patriot Act, one day they can come to my house and take my guns. They can you know? come to your house and try to take your guns. Yeah, then you'll be in a gunfight with police. Trained professionals, yes. Yeah, exactly. You, you will die, yeah. but you will die defending your rights. Yeah, I guess. I saw I saw another, you know, some comment war <laughs> on Facebook or somewhere where people were talking about this, like, you know, the government's going to come take our guns and da-da-da-da-da. And they're like, you know, we need guns to be able to defend against the government. It's like, unless you have your own army of tanks, bombers, fighters, and whatever, guess what? The government outguns you, you know, yeah. already. You know, I mean, A you're A million fucked. to one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's silly, you know? There That's was some argument. The island. Uh, yeah. We'll go to Puerto Rico. It's looking good there. Yep. Yeah, right. Um, there were some comments saying that you know, the Second Amendment could be amended by adding, you know, the part where it's like, um, they have the American citizen, I don't know the Second Amendment by word, by heart or anything, the the right to bear arms, you know, to stand up against the government in, some, in a well-formed militia. Someone was like, add, um, you know, while serving in said militia to it. So, like, if you're in a militia, then yes, have these guns. And I was like, that's just encouraging the formation of militias nationwide. Because <laughs> all these people are going to be like, okay, I guess we got to form a militia to keep these guns now. Here, yeah, here's what, here's what the Second Amendment says. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. <clears throat> I I don't know of a, a good solution to this. Honestly, I mean, mass shootings suck. Um, so some people, of course, are saying get rid of the, the assault rifles, right? That's, that's the problem. That's d- get rid of the assault the rifles. Like, you can keep your, your bolt-action hunting rifles, and you can keep your... Maybe you can keep your handguns, I don't know. But... It's like an AR-15, an M-16, you know, an FN, P-90, mm-hmm. you know. No one needs that to, unless you're hunting the most cunning prey of all, right? So, no <laughs> no one needs that. So, the the reasoning behind the assault rifle, the, the, the term assault rifle, I read an article in Washington, the Washington Post article I told you about last night, Michael, we were at the mm-hmm. bar and I was reading the article. Um she talks about it in the article, like what that means. And it's like a gun that can have a bayonet mount, a gun that can have a pistol grip, a gun that you can mount a scope on, 
a gun that you can mount a a rocket propelled grenade uh attachment onto the bottom underneath the barrel so that's like what they consider an assault rifle so like a M4A2 you know M16A2 whatever like one of those guns like you see what's it call it holding in predator you know mm-hmm. with, so I can't think of the last time I saw a gun that had a fucking bayonet mount on it or where a bayonet mattered. You know? <laughs> like, this is not 1812. It matters you, in the militia. You don't have... If you have a gun with bullets in it, you ain't running up on a dude with a, and bayoneting this motherfucker. Like, nobody's training bayonet. Like, it's... Like, the whole thing needs to be updated big time. And... I well, mean, look... Is it, is it... It has this and this and this and that? Or it has this or this or this no, or no, that? No, no, it has, it has to have those things. Oh, or to... no, I think it is any of those things. Any well, of those okay, things. pistol grip. So that's every handgun. No, 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 no. It it can't be like a long gun. A long gun can't. A have long pistol. gun. Yeah, a I long see. gun. So like like that's what they wanted. That's that's what they're saying. The assault rifle ban is like it would be like an M, like a commercial, like an M four A one or M, you know, not an M four, but M six. What are they called? An AR, an AR sixteen, an AR. Whatever they're called, you know, mm-hmm. AR-15, those rifles. That's what they're talking about, or like the build-it-yourself, you know, uh, ARs that people buy, you know, or a uh, AK-47 or something like that, you know, a Kalash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I mean, that stuff is cool, and I mean, but I think part of me is like. The only reason you have is because you're like, this is cool. That's the same reason why I was I was ranting last night about bump stocks. The only reason you have bump stocks is because you're like, it's cool. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I have yeah, seen yeah. videos about those on YouTube. Some guy was firing like an M&P 15 22 caliber with a bump stock, and he, that looked relatively uncontrollable. Yeah, that's what I was telling. That's what I was telling Michael, and that's what I ranted about on Facebook the other day. Bump stocks. I fired a bump stock at Shot Show. It's uncontrollable. It's totally uncontrollable. And you have to like hold it, rest it on your front hand just so delicately. Yeah. And if you like grip it too hard, it fucks up the motion and stops firing. Yeah. There's nothing about it that's like, oh, this is a cool way to shoot a gun. This is enjoyable. Like, there's nothing about like, why? Why does it even exist? And why did the person who made it? Here's the thing. It's like, it's like the guy who made. I can't even think of something that's equivalent, you know? I mean, it's it's like it's like if you made a fucking you made a fucking virus that could kill everyone on earth and you're like, I created it just to see what would happen, like to create it. You know why? Just stop. Stop what you're doing, think about the fucking consequences. Like there's no reason to own a bump stock. No reason. You can't hunt with it. You bet you can't even shoot with it. You know, you can't hit anything with it. You know, it's only to simulate, oh, I have a full auto gun. I'm awesome. That's the problem. And I was telling Michael, I was like, full auto is dumb. You know, it's the worst. Like, you, you soldiers on full auto. You know, unless it's some fucking, oh, my God, this is the end of the world situation. But otherwise, regular in the military, they don't full auto. They don't teach you to full auto. Guns only have full auto on them. Well, they do, but they don't use it. You know, these three-round bursts or single fire, that's it. No full auto. You know, unless you're suppressing an enemy position. It's just stupid. So I don't know why anybody would want it. Like, to me, I'm like, 
NRA let it go. Just let it go. You know? I'm pretty sure... I've, I did not corroborate this, but I believe bump stocks are now illegal as of Thursday. Really? No. I, I Like I said, I did not corroborate this, but I saw Single that... Single confirmed by Evan. Correct. Let's get the double confirm. I found a... Uh, just so you guys know, I found a... Uh, the assault weapons thing, like what makes a, something an assault weapon or assault rifle or whatever. Uh-huh. So it has to have two or more of the following. Folding or telescoping stock. Pistol grip. Bayonet mount. Flash suppressor or threaded barrel designed to accommodate one. Grenade launcher. So if it has two or more of those okay, two or more. There you go. features. Semi-automatic pistols with detachable magazines and two or more of the following. Magazine that attaches outside the pistol grip. Hmm. Threaded barrel to attach barrel extender, flash suppressor, hand grip, or suppressor. Barrel shroud safety feature that prevents burns to the operator. Unloaded weight of 1.4 kilograms or more. And that's pretty much it. I'm pretty sure a Desert Eagle qualifies in that last one. 1.4 kilograms or more? Yeah. Yeah. It's like three three pounds. But you need two (laughs) or more, right? Tucker Carlson says bump socks save lives. I fucking hate this guy. So I was like, Tucker Carlson? He's I was like, biggest, you're not listening to him, are you? <laughs> he's a bi- No, he's the biggest piece of shit in the world. I was just Googling the whole bump suck thing. He's the biggest piece of shit in the world, this guy. Oh, my God, I fucking hate this guy. And he says they save fucking lives. How? Have you ever fucking shot a fucking, you fucking cuck? Oh, my God, I hate Yeah, I don't guy. see anything about bump socks being banned. I, the only thing I see, congressional ban on bump socks is unlikely <laughs> one okay. day ago. So it's, I mean, un- it's they should ban them. They should ban them. There's no reason. They're dumb. They're like the dumbest thing in the world. And and, and it's a gimmick. So it's just be- a fucking because gimmick. Of, because of these bump stocks, James, was yeah. this guy able to inflict more damage? I think he's inflicted less damage. The bump stop. Yeah, the bump stop saved lives because it's so, so inaccurate and so fucking shitty. So they shouldn't ban them. Here's the thing. He's like, they and should I, ban them because they're dumb. Not, I was, not because they, they, they actually, you know, no, cause here's lives the thing. to be lost. And here's the thing. Uh, that article I read last night, the, the girl said she was talking about, um, and she's anti-gun, right? But she was talking about, like, she did the actual research instead of just jumping on bandwagoning. And she said, a trained shooter, like, she was talking about the magazine limits. She's like, a trained shooter can change a 10-round magazine and shoot a gun faster than it will make having a 10-round magazine matter. And she's right. That said, a trained shooter can aim and shoot a gun, dump 10 rounds in under probably like, I don't know, probably 20 or 30 seconds, you know? I mean, if you're just there, bop, 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 you know, I mean, you could... Yeah. You can empty it quick. (laughs) Yeah. But you can probably do that and put accurate fire on a target, you know, what, like, you know, 300 meters away or something like that. Yeah. You know, or semi-accurate fire. The bump stock is a lazy man's option because you literally put your finger in the trigger guard, pull the gun forward, and it goes, 
and it just goes, you know, and it's not accurate fire and it's just all over the place. You know, he only got hits because he was shooting to a crowd of 3,000. 3,000 out of 58 is a fucking failing grade. I hate to say that. 58 out of 3,000 is a failing grade. That's a D. I mean, that's that fucking F. Yeah. He would have had a better stealth and perhaps more efficiency with a crossbow. Yeah. Yeah. Or if he just gone down the crowd and not stopped being a pussy and started shooting people there. Man the fuck up. James and I, we got into a really... uh dark conversation we're like how would i do it yeah. unfortunately grenades are hard to come by or grenades would be super effective yeah james like tossing semtex into the crowd he's like That's what I would yeah i mean you go from the th- i mean if you break the window open and just fucking start chucking semtex in the into the parking lot well you know? i think he was too far for that it was like 300 400 yards away i mean even if an old white guy is totally unsuspecting i mean this is a fucked up conversation none of us are saying go kill people ed Okay, or whoever else is listening to this show, none of us are advising that or saying it's good, but I'm just saying there's better ways to kill a bunch of people. How much weight can a drone carry? Depends on the drone. DJI Phantom 6 or whatever they have now. You could could probably send send a couple of those over a crowd, drop whatever you need to. Yeah, and drop tons of Simtex. It'll carry a good amount of weight. Or uh, napalm, homemade napalm. Yeah, true. Gasoline and styrofoam. I think that's how it works. <clears throat> I thought it was gasoline and jelly beans, but okay. Mm. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just saying that. It's gasoline and sugar-free Haribo. Yeah. It's the best way to fuck people up. Those sugar-free yeah. gummy, gummy bears. Wreck those bowels. <laughs> yeah. Why do I smell like gasoline and half this shit? Yeah. Um, I don't think any major like sweeping changes to gun laws are going to happen outside of an executive order. Yeah, I agree. Like if it has to be voted on, it's not going to pass. And why, why is that? Um, because, okay. So John Oliver actually did a short segment on the NRA recently Mm -hmm. and as as small as the NRA is, and you know as much power as they wield is because their members are passionate, and their members are actually the ones who, you know, call the congressmen and like this is what I care about. People who don't, uh, you know, they represent the vast majority of citizens. They either don't care, they don't, you know, take any action. Um, if there is any legislation being proposed or a bill being proposed or, you know, something having to do with imposing more gun control, then the NRA like sends out the communication. Like these people, you know, it's open to the public. It will be in the Capitol building, um, you know, December 7th, 11 AM room one twelve, and a bunch of NRA members show up and, you know, anti gun uh, or gun control advocates like, you never hear from them. They might talk big on the news or, you know, write articles or anything like that, but they never show up when it matters. Hmm. So one of those announcements that no one ever hears about. Mm-hmm. The NRA I mean, they, knows, knows about it, but not. No, but they the announce. They annou- it's not that they don't know about it, Michael. You're giving them they too much credit. Pay they attention. don't care. They don't care that much. They're not organized. You like, like. Where is the 
where is the non where's the gun control version of the NRA? You know, there's no as far as I know it doesn't exist. The Brady if it does, uh, the Brady what's it called? The Brady Bunch? The Brady Bill? That's a bill. I don't know if it's a group or anything like that. But even if something like that exists, it's so famous that I've never heard of them. And here here's the other problem, right? I think the reason we'll never have positive gun control, and I told you this last night, I don't think the problem, I think the problem is a mixture of gun control and a bunch of other issues, but we're not willing to stop being so divisive and so divided about the whole thing and actually have a conversation about it. You know, the, I mean, the John Oliver, the same John Oliver folks you're talking about, he talked about the Dickey Amendment. Yeah. Where they said the CDC can't even look into guns. Like, that's stupid. You know, that's there are impartial body for understanding like what is killing Americans and they can't look into it. So instead of like having an impartial person look into it, we have all these very biased, like Republican data analytics groups, Democratic data analytics groups looking into it. Like a Republican will show you an article from no a Democrat will show you an article from uh, some data analytics from from I think it's called Oh Mother or Good Mother or something like that which is a democratic, very liberal group, and they'll say, oh, gun violence is tied into blah. Then you'll see the same fucking documents from a Republican one, and they'll say there's no correlation between gun violence and blah. You know, But we have no way to leverage that information. We have no understanding of it. Nobody intelligence looking at it with an impartial view to just look at the data. You know, So that's the bad thing. But people are like, oh, there's all this gun facts. No, the facts come from all these biased sources. You know, a Democrat can spend anything any way they want and still can a Republican. You know, I mean, guns are part of American heritage and I don't think they need to go. But I think that some responsible controls need to be put into place. You know, there there are certain guns regular people just don't need, you know, and certain tools and things that go along with guns. They just don't need, you know. So anyway, OK, mm-hmm. I would say that's correct if it's like an individual. But I mean, there are you know, collectors and, uh, is antiquators a word? Yeah, sure. Antiqu- and gun antiquities so, or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, FFL version three dealers or what, like whatever Garrett had mm-hmm. where you can, yeah. you know, you're allowed to import automatic weapons or whatever for your collection or museum or whatever it may be. Oh yeah. But that's like, dude, all those, all those guns, it's like, it had to be manufactured between nineteen before nineteen oh five. Had to be, you know, like the that stuff is like really old, you know. Yeah, I just feel that if you have, which is fine. I mean, no one's go, shooting into a crowd of people with a a Mauser, you know, or right. whatever the fuck, you know, an M one Garand, you know. I just feel like if you have that sort of uh, license and established trust with you know, some agency that they're like, they'll grant you that privilege. You're probably a very low risk for that type of violence. But Mm -hmm. if one, if like a random guy has, you know, 120 guns, you're like, why? I mean, I think, I think part of being a gun owner is being a creepy collector. It's like you and mice, you know, why? Yeah, but you enjoy them, right? That like that's your thing, right? Well, I do. So they also cannot kill people. Forget about that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they can't kill people or not. 
People kill people, Mike. The, no, Adam, I wouldn't say that. But uh, I well, would James say, and I did watch a did watch a, a very important experiment. Uh, they made made us both want to kill ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Michael was like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" I was like, "I'm doing it." And he's like, "Fuck! What's gonna happen?" And it was it's exactly like you know I can't thought. move your body out of here by myself. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. But tell him, tell him, tell him what it was. No, basically, some fucking guy who I thought I was like, "Oh, that guy looks like me." Some black guy. You know, because I thought he looked like me. That's what made me stop to look at the video. It was on Facebook. He's like, is he, this me? Oh, oh shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's not me. <laughs> he took all these guns. He laid them out on the table. and he, Loaded he, them. He loaded them, put rounds in the chambers, and just set them down and said, okay, now these guns are ready to go. Let's see how many people they can kill. And this is an old argument. Like, people have been doing this for years. Being, and, and, and I'll be honest with you. Back in the day, I used the same argument. Guns can't kill people by themselves. You know, I use the same argument, but the thing is, it doesn't matter whether guns can kill people by themselves. I mean, Cracked had a good article, a good video, which I'll post in this thing. The problem with Cracked videos is they're hyper liberal. Like they're, you could tell the Cracked staff is so liberal, it's stupid. So it makes you almost not even want to hear what they have to say. And that's a problem with it. You know, like people have to be divided on every line. They can't just be like, oh, I disagree, but this is a reasonable point. No. Anyway, so the guy said, he was like, the kill stick kills people, so why are we surprised when it kills people? Because it was bought and purchased to kill. Like, like he just kept saying that, and it gets into your head. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Guns are made to kill people. They're not made for anything else. You know? Use them for target shooting, but it's for killing people. You know? Or animals. Or animals, sure. But, but like, killing nonetheless. Yeah. But like, a, like an M4... M4 with grenade launchers for killing people. Well, yeah, you know, or a uh, Barrett 50 caliber is not for helping you get that good deer meat. That's <laughs> an anti anti materiel rifle. Yeah, that's like <laughs> I want to blow the deer apart. <laughs> which which uh, James, I would love to have a Barrett 50 caliber. Of course, so would I. <laughs> rifle. Of course, I would. I would have a cigarette hanging out of the corner of your mouth between my legs, looking down that, looking down. I that would fucking stuff thing. my cock into its fucking chamber. <laughs> That's a bad idea. And go ham. I'd pull. I'd pull some of that fucking autonomous action on it. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. From the book. Oh, that book was so bad. <laughs> Mike, you'd be- have a cigarette hanging out of your mouth, and you'd have a lit cigarette hanging out the end of the barrel of the gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Spend, right. Spending time with your best friend. That's, that's right. right. Me and my buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, James, we'll have to talk about the book later because you actually finished it now. But, yeah, I uh, finished it. Yeah. But let's talk about that. In a little bit. So, so yeah, so what are you talking about? The cracked video? Oh, yeah, so the, the cracked uh, video. I mean, the guy's just talking about how it's like, you know, he kind of beats in your head that this is for killing people. And, the, but the thing is, like, I get it. Like, you want a fully automatic gun. Guns are cool. Like, guns, I love guns. I personally love guns. Like, I'm going to buy a gun next paycheck. I'm buying one next fucking paycheck. You know, whether I can afford it or not. 600 bucks, I'm going to buy a gun. <laughs> I've already selected it. I know which one I'm getting. I'm buying one. Well, if you you're know? on a budget, James, may may I interest you in a no, high point fire? No, 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 <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. High point fucking high point. Fuck you. No way. Uh, apparently, know? they're actually not that bad, but their magazines are garbage. So if you replace the magazine, it's okay. That's all right. I'll pass. I'll buy a quality, uh, I'll, I'll buy a quality kill stick for saving my own life. Instead of a shitty one, like instead of one by Kaibatsu or whatever, um, but yeah, so um, I'm buying, but I'm buying that, and then I'm buying probably 
maybe if I can, if the price is right before the end of this year, I'll buy an AK also, you know, but, um, because I can, because this is America and I want one and I can, you know, and I want to shoot with them and I want them to protect me in case of whatever, you know, um, because I'm a fucking prepper nut bag and I believe that the world may come to an end one day and I may need these firearms. I probably never will, you know, and I probably won't get to shoot with them as much as I'd like, but I'm going to buy them. That's America. But at the same time, you know, like I'm never going to go and be like, I want to shoot a bunch of people with these. But how can you tell? Like, how can you gauge? Like, is this guy going to shoot people or not? You know, can we let this guy have 40 guns? Yeah. I mean, you, you don't know? know what their mental state is going to be in yeah. 10 years. But Americans aren't going to tolerate. They're not going to tolerate. Oh, I can only have 10 guns. Fuck you. They're not going to tolerate that. They're not going to tolerate the government telling them. I can only have, I mean, you got to remember uh, the, the United States government is based, a government based upon fucking rebellion. Yeah. That's part of our fucking soul. That's part of our fucking, our fucking, the air we breathe here. People aren't going to tolerate someone telling them, you know, I, I just watched a video today before this, before we like, I was watching in my bedroom before we got started today. And the guy was like, a comedian was sitting there and he was like, he was like, you know, he's like, thank God for de- Democrats and Republicans. He's like, because you got the Democrats, you know, at the beginning of the United States, the Democrats said, okay, let's put this law into place, no sex with kids. He's like, then you got a Republican who says, let's define kids, you know? <laughs> and I was just like, of course, this is America, you know? Nobody wants to fucking anyone to tell them what they're doing, you know? Anyway. And then the guy said, he said, I think... Sex with kids is a state rights issue, you know? And I was like, no, obviously not. But, you know, of course, well, every state has different, different... Age of consent, yeah. Yeah, every state has a different age of consent, you know? Because someone said it was a state rights issue at some point. They're like, the state should decide. Well, our, our form of government is... While we do have the, the Constitution, which is, you know, the overarching law of the land, quote-unquote, um all the laws that we follow are usually state laws. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. We have the whole separation, you know, church and state. No, uh, <laughs> state level government, we federal government. Yeah. Banana and Republic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we have the whole separation between church and state. Yet all the Republicans are diehard Christians and want to force their Christian, their weird yeah. Christian morality mm-hmm. on yep. everyone, right Democrats too, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Dude, but. they're beating. Dude, the fucking the fucking gun people on my fucking Facebook page are all religious nuts. That's the scariest thing. They're beating it. They're like the problem with these gun laws is there's not enough amen in America. I was like, go oh, fuck that, yourself. Oh, that's right. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I showed one of the posts to Michael. I was like, get the fuck out of here, you Jeez. maniac. <laughs> I, I got a question. Do you think it would be? I'll say better to change uh, to have the president swear in not on a copy of the Bible, but on a copy of the U S constitution. A hundred percent. That'd be great. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. What about on a, the Bible's the nothing that gets us in trouble. N- negative. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh, too far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. I, I think I think that that would be the symbolism. There would be great. It'd be like your Bible is just your Bible. Mm-hmm. It's not our Bible. Yeah, but they people would never stand for it. They'd never stand for it. That bit of logic, you know, 
That's the problem. People think the Bible trumps the fucking Constitution. Anyway, we're going on an awful rails. What's next? <laughs> I'm sorry. Michael, continue. If you're done, if you're ready to go, we'll go. The only other thing I wanted to mention, we were talking about earlier. Uh, you mentioned, you know, what's the, what's the opposite of the NRA, right? I said the Brady, Brady something, Brady bill. So there's something called the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence. And they're the ones who are responsible for the Brady bill. And they are still active to this day. You can go to BradyCampaign.org. They're there. I wonder, I don't, I don't know so. if the data is available, but I wonder if any of the... I'm sure their budget is garbage compared to the NRAs. Well, yeah. I wonder if any of the perpetrators of the last 10 mass shootings were not taking antidepressants. Are you saying they all were? Uh, they probably all were. He's like, I'm trying to prove a negative. Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just a thought. He's I like, they were if... all on drugs, but legal drugs. Yeah. I wonder if they were all gun-toting maniacs. Hmm. Perhaps. I wonder. I wonder if they were all the same type of people who'd be like in Virginia. A, marching with Nazis with tiki torches. B, saying they're going to take our guns and not understanding that the reason they're going to take their guns is because of what they're about to do. <laughs> like, that selfish, that act of selfishness is so gross to me. And maybe that's because I'm just, like, not so selfish when it comes to stuff like that. But I'll be like, if I was him with his 40 guns, I would sit down on the edge of the bed before I fucking broke that window, look at my 40 guns, and say, I live in an amazing country that allows me to own this many guns, this many ammunition, bring them into a hotel room above a fucking thing and get ready to shoot these people. Maybe I shouldn't shoot these people because I'll fuck it up for everybody. You know, things would be fine if these fucking jokers would stop doing what they're doing. You know, we could all have guns. We could fucking be walking around the street like it's fucking Wild West and everything would be good. We, we most, can in a lot of states. Well, because most, most people don't want to shoot anybody. Um, I hate that we live in Maryland. We can't like I like that has to come into the fucking thing. I'm like, how can I get around this 10 round, 10 round magazine limit in Maryland? Oh, I got to go buy my fucking magazines in Virginia or move to another state or move to another state. Mm -hmm. Oh, you, oh, did you hear about this thing? I just heard about this and I, I promise after this, I'm done. Okay? I'm not. I have one other question, but go ahead. Okay. So there's a bill and I can't, I think it's more McMurdo, the McMurdo act or something that the first president to be endorsed by the NRA passed in the 70s. But he was a governor at the time, Ronald Reagan. And that McMurdo bill was like, you can't carry firearms in public in California. And the reason he passed that bill was because the Black Panthers were carrying fucking rifles in public. Hmm. Now, try to pass that fucking bill right now. Impossible. Only reason they passed that bill is because black people were doing it. It's the Mulford Act. Mulford Act. There you go. And the only reason they passed it was because black people were doing it. Because black Panthers were standing right next to cops when they were, when they were fucking pulling over black people. And they were watching them being like, let's see if you fuck up. Yeah. Well, that is already against the law here in the great state of Maryland. I'm just saying, though. 
I'm just saying, though, <laughs> welcome to fucking America. This is a problem. You know, one of my Ranger buddies, he said to me, he said, this is not the America that I fought and my friends died for. And, you know, I think about that every time I look at this fucking dumb shit. I see this fucking fucking shit, you know? It's like they pass this bill. They're like, oh, because black people have the guns. And that scares the shit out of us. But all these fucking other guys, they run around shooting a million people, and they won't pass a single fucking law or do a fucking single thing. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, how can your racism be so fucking high that you just let other people do whatever the fuck they want? It's crazy. Well, personally, I think that I think everything is. Um... He said, "Fucking great." No, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's fucking awesome, man. No, um, I think the whole reason that nothing can get passed is because a lot of the politicians are in the pockets of the NRA. Yeah, lobbying. Yeah, exactly. I can just imagine the the hypocrisy back, you know, in the seventies, whenever that law was passed. Do you mention? where a Black Panther was standing next to a cop car holding a rifle, and the cop's thinking, man, you're making me nervous holding that gun. And the Black Panther guy's like, same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. But how do you think we feel? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so my, my question is not necessarily a question, but more of a clarification. James, uh... On your your post your Facebook post about making a go bag, someone was like, "I don't want to shoot a friend, but I will. I don't want to though." And you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I don't think he ever responded. Did you get anything from that guy? No, and that guy's okay. crazy. I don't okay. know. What I was like, either. "What?" <laughs> he always anytime I post something. So I have watched that kid go from like a normal but weird kid to a conservative insane person like beyond the level of normal conservatism to totally nuts and he every time i post anything that has to do with a gun or the government he posts something insane and i don't know (laughs) what the fuck he's talking about and it scares the fucking shit out of me you know i'm like i just said something about a go bag i didn't mention guns i didn't about shooting friends what are you talking about bro you know it's like my friend's trying to take my freedom. He's got to go. He's weird. He's a weird kid. He's probably, if you were to ask me who on my Facebook page is going to go on a fucking shooting spree, it'd be him. Well, I'm glad you're friends with him. I'm not friends with him. He found me on Facebook, and I've been like, all right. Hmm. And he okay. just posts nutty, nutty shit every time, and I'm just like, and you know, I'm people are lazy cleaning up their Facebook page. They're like, yeah, hey, whatever. Yeah. That's you know, I need to go through there and fucking do some house cleaning. A cleansing, as it were? Yeah, man. I got too many fucking nutbags on there. Airsoft has filled my Facebook page with insane people. True. Hmm. And, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what's important. And I say this to everybody who's listening. It's also very important not to live in your own fucking Kool-Aid. Sometimes you need to hear what other people have to say, whether you like it or not. You know? It makes me better than them, actually. <laughs> True. <laughs> can't always go with that confirmation bias yeah exactly you can't you know you got it i saw one tweet about this whole the whole gun thing and they were they were referencing the number of people that are supposedly injured or killed every year by guns just in general you know that doesn't have to be mass shootings it's also suicide suicide is apparently the number one 
quote unquote victim of a gun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they said, you know, the person said, I love pizza, but if pizza killed 30,000 people a year, maybe we shouldn't have pizza anymore. Pizza leads to obesity and obesity kills many people a year. So let's outlaw pizza. There you go. I'm down. What? See, I, I don't like that statement. And when you showed me that last night, Michael, I was like, I don't like that. I was like a little inside triggered because I think it's too <laughs> generic a statement. Well, it's like you could say that about anything. Like how many people a year do cars kill? Mm-hmm. Or you know? legal drug overdoses. Yeah, absolutely. There's a million things that kill people every day. Or you alcohol. Know? We have to instead, but see, but that's what the is problem. a gun designed to do? Like well, you hold said, on. You're right. It's a kill it's designed, stick. Yeah, you're right. It's a kill stick. It's a hundred percent. But but here's the thing. It's not right? something to transport me to work. No, but here, here's you're right. And but here's the thing, okay. So in America, we love shortcuts. We're the land of shortcuts. We love for the government, no matter how much we want to bitch about what the government's overreaching, we love the government to manage everything for us. We want to be lazy and stupid, okay. So the stupid person's way out is like just ban it. Instead of understanding why and trying to fix the root problem, we just say, let's try to take that thing away. People oh, yeah. still try to kill themselves. Now, they say 70% of people who try to kill themselves the first time and are unsuccessful won't do it again. And I believe right. that's, I believe that and to be so, true. And what I've read about that is, you know, a gun is the success rate is much higher if you have it's, a gun. It's right? a very great way to kill yourself. Right. So if you don't have a gun, you know, or it's not easy to get one or whatever, then either A, you won't kill yourself, or you'd have to be really determined, you know? You just jump off a bridge. Here's the thing, though. You cats could. are... The cat's out of the fucking bag. This isn't 1812 when, we're, when we have the time to debate whether we should allow guns to exist. That's the problem with all this outlaw gun shit or outlaw this shit or outlaw that shit. This is America. Well, where we they, pirate they could, movies... They could and, outlaw guns. I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but it could happen, right? They could say, guess be... what? Guns are outlawed now. No one's allowed to have a gun except police officers, law enforcement, and the military. That's what it. would be the root cause of that? What would happen? What do you think would happen? You mean how would it be implemented? No. What would happen? What would be the catalyst? What would No. No, what would be what, the result? Like they say the tomorrow, result? okay, guns are banned. What would happen? All gun stores are closed. Yeah. Turn in your done. guns. We're coming to your house to get your gun. What do you think would happen? Well, every gun store in the country would be immediately robbed. Probably. Either uh, or by their attempted owners, robbery. Yeah. Either by their owners or by uh, actual robberies. What else? Um, okay. People would hide their guns. Okay. What else? Um, you would see some localized militia fighting law enforcement. Okay, what else? Uh, there would it might might eventually lead to martial law. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if that happens, well, it depends. Then how they, they might go back on the word and say, "Okay, well, you can have certain guns." Well, okay, let's say this. Let's say okay, they say the the sale of guns is now outlawed. Right. So no new guns, no new purchases. No new guns. Right. No new purchases. Perhaps sure. you could work out a barter. 
sure, I can give you a gun, you can, whatever, you know, or whatever, right, sure. But you can't go to a gun store and buy a gun anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing. It wouldn't change much. There. I mean, every everyone would still have, you could still buy guns on the, the black market. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't, I mean, it would cut down on some, but not a ton. I can think of, like, at least three states that would succeed from the Union immediately. You mean secede? Secede, yeah. Texas, California, California uh, Montana? Alaska. Oh, well, sure. yeah. They're, I mean, Texas. they're almost fucking their own yeah. shit already. But Texas, probably, Maybe probably more than three. Not, I don't know about Florida. But Honestly, I think the uh, the coastal states have a big advantage. If they were to secede because they have the ability to uh, access international shipping. Whereas the landlocked states are kind of fucked. True. There'd be a lot of problems. A lot of... Yeah. They, so, 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 the thing is, like I said, the cat's out of the bag. Guns aren't going away. You know? They're not going away. They're not going to be able to ban them. Maybe they'll be able to ban some of them in part with lots and lots of trying and lots and lots of money. But the guy on Cracked made another great point. He said, things in America don't change unless someone can make money off it. And that's just a fact. It's proven fact. So no one ever says, this is going to cost us a lot of money, but it'll save a lot of lives. They don't care. You know, you and me can't change anything. The people who change stuff are people with money and power, not us. You know, so our vote doesn't matter. <laughs> Calling your congressman, you think it matters. I don't think it actually matters. You know, so the question is, what can you do about guns? And that, to me, invalidates the gun versus pizza debate. You know, we have to get to the core root of the problem. Is there a way to figure out if you're going to kill yourself? You know, is there a way to responsibly, you know, like the gun come the gun world needs to stop squashing this elect these electronic gun apparatuses that keep people from just pulling triggers you know maybe that will stop somebody maybe it won't i don't know but it'll keep a kid from blowing his brains out with a gun you know you got to have dad's ring to get the gun to work or whatever the case may be like but 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 every time every turn the gun industry quashes those guys who are making those things you know or they find a way to exploit it and say, oh, this is why you can't do this. Yeah, I forget. You know? It's something stupid like 30 or 40 people a year are, are shot by a toddler. Yeah. yeah. Because a toddler gets a hold of someone's gun. Yeah. But here's the other thing. Then you got, you know, we went over these numbers last night, right, Michael? It was the first group was suicides. The second group was young men ages 15 to 34 who were killing each other. Okay, that's basically mm-hmm. black guys in the hood. Or people in gang violence. Could be white guys and Spanish guys as well. Okay, but gang violence. Okay? Banning guns ain't going to stop them because they're not going to the store and buying guns. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to gun shows and buying guns. I'm sure of that. Because a gun show guy wouldn't sell them a gun. They'd immediately be suspicious of the guy covering tattoos being like, Yo, homie, I want a gun. You know? They're getting guns from somewhere else. Somewhere illegal out of the back of a truck or some shit like that. So how do you stop those guys from killing each other? You know, then you got the last the last big number was domestic violence. Men, it was women being killed by their husbands or significant others. 
How do you stop that? Like, these are the core roots that we got to stop. Yes, guns are a problem, sure. It's the implement of destruction that people use because it's the most expedient way to kill somebody. But it's not the root. It's just a fucking tool. Now, like, should we manage it? Yes, we need to manage it better, absolutely. You know, and whatever that means, I don't know. But we need to get to the core root of these problems. Women will keep dying, guys will keep killing their wives, and gangs will keep killing each other. That stuff's never going to go away unless we fix it. They could have a dance-off. They should have a dance-off. They should be like, (laughs) who's the best jet? I want to be the The best jet. The jets of the sharks. Yeah, exactly. You know? So that, that's, 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 they need to do the Chris Rock thing where the guns are fine, but each bullet is $50,000. Yeah. <laughs> Could yeah. be. Could be. See, I want to shoot you, but ugh, you're not worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we'll see a new uh, classification of guns that can u- be used as bludgeons. Yeah. See, I think mm-hmm. they bring swords back. Yeah. Just go to the hood and give everybody swords. And you'll have a, a serious bloodletting in the beginning, but then I think you'll see, you know, people be like, swords are hard to kill people with. If you were in a blade fight, would you rather have a, a gun or a blade? <laughs> no, like a uh, a katana a broadsword, um, whatever like the fencing one is, but what you know, it's is based on an, a, a a rapier or uh, a battle axe. Oof! I'll be honest with you, the katana brings speed to the table, mm-hmm. but boy, oh boy, the broadsword's tempting because you get one good swipe and you just kind of cleave a guy in half. Yeah, you know, but if you miss, it could put you seriously off balance. Yeah, big time. That's the problem. Then you lose a lose a limb or two, Oof. and then you're just you're out of the fight. Yeah, I think the katana. Tis but a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> I think the katana personally. It's, that's probably the best answer. Michael's just going with what's cool. He's like, it's cool. Katana's I do like a rapier cool. though. It's got the uh, the hilt that protects your knuckles and whatnot. Yeah, but too narrow. You can do it with man. one hand, jabbing, no slicing. What it, uh, I mean, they're that's sharp a, on the end, yeah, on the pointy. on the face. No, but yeah. what's that? What's that knife that like Arabian people have? It's like super sharp. The kukri? No, that's not Arabians. Kukri is Gurkhas. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe like that. Like the Aladdin sword. I don't know. Maybe. <sighs> Come on, bro. Never saw it. But, <sighs> We need to talk about that for a while, for another hour. Screw gun violence. Let's talk about <laughs> movies that Mike has not seen. Mm. <laughs> That's Aladdin, a show unto itself. Remembered the, the Titans. The Come last, on, bro. The uh, the uh, that list will be vast, Evan. Yeah. Okay. You haven't seen Aladdin? Uh, oh, no. you know, I know what you're talking about, Mike. You're talking about a scimitar. Oh yeah, yeah, scimitar. Am I? Yeah. Those no. you can you can bludgeon someone with that. We all need Falcons. Oh, that yeah, kind of. I'm thinking that, but something really shorter, like almost knife size. Yeah, These that's that. That's like a Gurkha or Kukri, whatever. However, it's spelled no Kukri. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we need Falcons. That's the Roman sword. That's where it's at. 
Is that the the short stabby ones? Yeah, short stabby, but with a ooh with a shield. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it has a shield on it, but it has I mean, a, you could instead of wielding two of them, you get a shield and then yeah, the stabby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it has a big like brass handguard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are nice. Helkinas. I want to get one of those, a battle ready one, to go with my AK. Yeah. Just gonna tape duct tape it to the back of the AK. <laughs> So it sticks right into your shoulder. Yeah, it's like it just swing a it's big like, mess. We get that recoil action going. It's like ah, it's, it hurts so pokey, but I'm free. <laughs> I'm American. Yeah, I'm free. God damn it! All right, what's what's next? What's next? <laughs> All right. Well, we would love to hear your comments too. By the way, Ed, um, <laughs> <laughs> and anyone else who listens to this show, send us an email at iopanelpodcast at gmail dot com. Wow. Is that it? That's not oh. it. I mean, you say it so incorrectly, so frequently, we should probably make that address. <laughs> well, we do have iopanelpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, we do? Uh, okay. Because no that's one, linked no to No one is YouTube. looking at it, but yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. don't send it there then. Send it to uh, feedback at iopanelpodcast. Infoblast at iopanelpodcast. <laughs> yeah, send feedback. it to Alex Jones at infowars.net. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> No, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. We'd love to hear what your, your comments on this gun debate so I can get triggered again and again all day and all night. Thank you, guys. All right, next up. the um, So, you know, as you know, I think we talked about this last week. Apple released a new OS called High Sierra for, you know, their computers. And there was a bug that exposes the password of encrypted volumes. Hmm. They fixed it now, but so you can have an encrypted volume, try to unlock it and a, a dialog box pops up and says, okay, you know, give me the password and then it'll show you a password hint. And in the password hint field, it'll have what the password actually is. That's awesome. They'll just show you the password in plain text. <laughs> I feel like that was like a really simple error someone made <laughs> when coding. <laughs> oh, Mr. <missed the> colon. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Like, oh, put it in this variable, not this variable. So, Oops. <laughs> for, forgot to comment that comment that line out. Yep. So it's fixed now. Good. So if you download the latest update and it'll fix that. So yeah, I just thought that was <laughs> a funny and crazy fucking thing. I mean, I don't think a lot of people are actually using encrypted volumes, but if you are. Yep. Alright. So, this one, this next story, uh, so hackers can, I guess they have to, like, be within a close proximity to you, but they have, there are, there are sex toys that are quote-unquote smart Mm-hmm. Meaning they have Bluetooth, and hackers can very easily take them over using a vulnerability, and the practice is called screw driving. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, they proved how hackers could manipulate a butt plug to make it go crazy and uncontrollable. Um. It's a sex toy known as the L- Lovence Hush. 
and they were able to set it to full power. Is there a video of this for for research purposes? Um. Yes. No. Maybe. No. no. We could probably find one later. Apparently or something these things similar. Use, these things use Bluetooth low energy, or it's also called Bluetooth smart. Yep. Yeah. So. Cool. Fun shit. Wonder if we'll see a demonstration at the next Hope. <laughs> Probably. They were, talking about, they were talking about this kind of stuff when we were there, weren't they? Oddball gendered no. male. Weren't they, weren't they talking about... They were Hacking talking about making... Sex. They were making their own sex toys, weren't they? It's, yeah. You're, you're glorifying that speech. That's not quite yeah, how I remember you're turn, it. You're turning, you're turning into what we thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Fair and, enough. <laughs> and it was really like, I'm not a him or a her. Yeah. yeah. I'm a schlim or a schlee. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> and I made my own RGB dildo. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is three hours of garbage. All right. All right. So here in the sci-fi section, uh, I put a link to an article on Nerdist where there's a new series coming to Amazon. Uh, so if you're a Prime member, you can watch on their video service. It's coming in 2018. It's Philip K. Dick, so same person who brought us uh, Blade Runner and a few other movies, you know, all based on books. This is called Electric Dreams. And so they have a trailer here of this new uh, TV series that's coming to Prime. And it looks interesting. It looks interesting, kind of trippy, kind of crazy. Um, I think it'll be interesting. So whenever oh you guys get God, a chance, they dug up that black guy for this, Terrence Howard. Yeah. Well, isn't he on that other show? He's on Empire. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to be like that other show about black people, but no. <laughs> oh, Steve well, Buscemi. Powers. <laughs> Is that one? Yeah, it's Fifty Cent. Oh, nah, I don't know. Hmm. Cool. So anyway, weird and check fun. that out. Electric Dreams. Of course, that's that comes from the the book. The title comes from the book. Do androids dream of electric sheep? Which is what the movie Blade Runner is based on. Um, next up, I want to talk about the new Blade Runner movie, which just came out this past weekend. It's called Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Um, it's the original movie is directed by I want to say Ridley Scott. This one is not. It's directed by Dennis. I'm not sure how he pronounces his name, if he's French or not. His name is Dennis Villeneuve. Villeneuve? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I went and saw the movie on Friday night, and I thought it was excellent. Good. I thought it was great. It's a quite a long movie. The original was close to three hours, wasn't it? I'm not sure, to be honest. This one was 163 minutes. Yep. So two hours and 40 minutes, I guess. Two hours yeah. and 43 minutes. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, it stars Ryan Gosling as the latest Blade Runner. But there's a twist. He's a replicant. Spoiler alert. 
Yeah, it's not really a spoiler, but um, the original movie was 117 minutes. Oh wow! Okay, it just seems long. <laughs> so, are there any like origami unicorns in this? Or yes. Okay. Well, good. There are. Do we find out he's a replicant like immediately? Who? Ryan Gosling. Yes. Okay. That's why I said it's not a spoiler. <laughs> okay. It's like in the in the first one minute of the movie, you, you you're told that. So like, hello, replicant K. Pretty much. Like, he doesn't even have a name. He's like, I'm Officer KD987. Oh, we could be like Man in Black? Yeah, kind of. So this director uh, seems to be quite good. He directed Arrival, which I personally loved. I know a lot of people hated that movie. Is that the one with... Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. With this... Dude, god damn it. I just haven't gotten there yet. Go... You haven't... Go watch that movie... Immediately after we wrap this up. Okay. Um, he directed Sicario, which was fucking awesome. Sicario was great. Directed some other stuff I haven't heard of. Prisoners. I think that was rated pretty well. But uh, yeah. Don't know good. that one. I'm happy he was given the opportunity. Yeah. Well, it's a good movie. Definitely recommend everyone go see it. I think it's going to be a big hit. Theater was full. Movie was good. A lot of, you know, you very much got the feeling there like, okay, yeah, this is Blade Runner, you know? Like, they even had a lot of the original kind of music and themes and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. It's good to see a sequel. They didn't fuck up. Yeah. Or a reboot of sorts. No, it was good. Speaking of reboots, I watched The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not The Mummy, but if you take it as its own movie, I think it's actually pretty good. Hmm. I believe it. I believe but if you think it's like, you know, Brendan Brendan Fraser Mummy version 4, it's definitely not that. Well, I've never seen any of those Jesus, mummy movies. Jesus Christ. Cuz I'm not Mike, an asshole. D- excuse me? You heard me? I'm about to remove you from this voice channel right now, okay? <laughs> I will forcibly mute you. Oh, no. How dare you insult Brandon Fraser? Evan, or uh, James? Jesus. Explain to me. Don't don't bring him into this. No, no, this no. I want to know. And me. I want to know his opinion of the original Mummy movies. Okay. I mean, I've never been a fan of Brandon Fraser. I'm sorry. <sighs> I, okay, I just... cut the third one. We don't talk about the third one. The first two... <laughs> With Rachel Weiss, okay. Brendan Fraser is not a leading man to me. He never was. And when you see him in those movies, you just expect him to do something goofy or stupid. And he just doesn't do it. And the whole movie feels out of place and wrong and broken. Well, you're both wrong. He's a goofy cheese face. And he's just like, you know, it's like if you replaced him with fucking Scott McFarlane, you know. No. Maybe he's funny or interesting, but quit bringing they, your bias against Seth MacFarlane they, into these other movies. That's what he looks like to me. He looks like Seth MacFarlane. He's, nothing he has like. a weird, shiny, fucking red-cheeked face. He's like, <laughs> you know, it's just I don't even know what to expect from him. I don't think you've ever seen those Mummy movies. I've seen them. I'm not. I, I don't believe you have. I've seen them. I saw them in the theater, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wasted money on those films. Wasted right? money. <laughs> Sorry, we wasted some money last night, so it's okay. 
It was a fine expenditure. Yeah, right. Michael did not pay at all, so <laughs> he paid for me. That was it. <laughs> so whatever. Oh, I paid. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So final thing I'll say: Blade Runner's awesome. Check it out. Very cool movie. Very dark. Um, but very cool. Next up, we, James and I, last night, as James just said, we went and saw the second Kingsman movie, which is called Kingsman The Golden Circle. How great was it? Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, okay, I never saw the first Kingsman movie. From what I understand, it's actually okay. It's not bad. Add that to your list. So, I don't know how I missed that one. Maybe I just, just missed it when it came out. You know, I don't know. I don't remember it ever coming out. Like, I'm, I'm like, I saw this Kingsman. I was like, what is this? Like, I don't even know what it is. So we saw We watched this second movie. James thought it was okay, I guess, but I'll let him tell his side in a minute. Um, me personally, I was watching this movie. I mean, this movie was over the top ridiculous. Um, obviously on purpose, but like so many things just didn't make sense. Like, why is this person doing this? What is going on? Why do they have this weird weapon that doesn't make any sense? Um, why is the drug kingpin who made, who supposedly made $240 billion last year have an army of nine inept morons? And that's it. <laughs> you know, like, so lots of shit just doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's a ridiculous movie. Channing Tatum was in the movie. You're like, oh shit, Channing Tatum, right? Of course. Everyone loves Shane Tatum. And, of course, he, after you see him for, like, five minutes, he's not in the movie for the rest of the fucking movie. Because that's what they do with him. And, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous movie. James, thoughts? So, I watched the movie. I took Michael into the movie, and I thought, this is going to be good. You know? Um, I was excited about seeing it. I've been trying to see it illegally for some time, but all they had was Russian audio. So I was pretty annoyed by that. So uh, Michael, we went to see it. I got Michael to go see it, and we went to see it. And I was like, oh, this will be good, you know? And I sat <laughs> I sat with Michael and watched it, and in bare shame, because <laughs> I'm sitting next to one of my best friends, and I look over at him, and he's looking at me in pure disgust. <laughs> like, what have you dragged me into? And I was like, fuck, I really did it. You know, I knew at this point, this is a bad movie, you know? Um, so, okay. I think for, I don't know. I guess, I don't even know. I can't even say it anymore now. I mean, the first one was so good. It felt really fun and it was a fun, easy movie to watch and really enjoyable. This one, it had all those elements, but it was so much fucking happening and the the bad guy, yeah, she has $250 billion, and she's like, oh, I'll force, she's like, and that was her income last year, we're not even talking about, like, apparently she is, like, where all drugs come from, period, point blank, end of story, and so she's, like, trying to get them to legalize drugs, so she holds all, everyone in the world hostage, but leaves the decision up to the United States, which is weird to me, um... So all the druggies get, like, some virus. And it's like, honestly, she's playing this game where it's like, what if they don't call my bluff? 
all the druggies will die. I'll lose all my like. There's so like the like the downside is so high for her. It doesn't make any sense. But and the government's like, yeah, just let them die. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know, man. And then they take out the state. They take out the in the beginning of the movie. They take out the Kingsmen. I don't know why they single them out and not like the CIA. You know, like oh, here's the thing you have to know about these stories: the Kingsmen and I guess now the Statesmen are independent intelligence agencies not connected to the the governments that they reside in. You know, they're not part of the English, the British government, or the U.S. government. They're a private agency. So, how does? I don't know. There's so many questions. There's so many questions, and look, was it fun? Yes, I guess it was fun, but could I have not paid for it and been okay? Yeah, I could have not paid for it and been okay. This movie reeks of Seth MacFarlane. <sighs> Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. It was a good... I mean, as far as... There wasn't even... The problem is, there was less, like, kung fu action and too much, like, sci-fi weapons. That was probably the biggest problem. Like, lasso... Like, And why do the statesmen use lassos? And why do they all have cowboy hats and... Then they had some magic. They're like, if you get shot in the head, we'll use this gel and nanobots will rebuild your... I was like, come on, stop. And I looked at Michael and I was like, no, I'm so embarrassed. You know? <laughs> and I was like, just stop. And I was like, why is Holly Berry in this movie? You know? This is like so many questions. So, I don't know, man. I and mean, the, I main, feel... the main bad guy was Julianne Moore. Yeah, which is I mean... fine. I thought she did an okay job. You know? But, like you said, like, She's supposed to be the main drug person for the whole world. She's like, we made $240 billion last year alone. She literally, how many people were on that <coughs> island protecting her or wherever the fuck she was? It was like nine guys and they were all idiots. And, and she's she like the one enhanced guy, but he only had an enhanced arm. And she, had, and she had the robots, like she had two robot dogs and one robot woman. And in the beginning of the movie, she's like, that's why I like robot help. It's so much better. That's why I've invested in robot help. She literally had two dogs and one robot, and that's it. Everyone else is a fucking person. Yeah, they were I'm like, whack. if you're going to have robots, have robots. I mean, they were it really makes sense. They are really whack. And, dude, I've seen more people get killed in a commando movie. Like, fucking just mowing down dudes left or right. Like... You can't have, like, a brigade of dudes there? Like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Like, she had, like, no protection. Literally two guys came, showed up, and fucked her shit up. Yeah. Two fucking guys. It's kind of, it's yeah, it's kind of sad. It wasn't, uh, I don't know. This is like, uh, you know, me and Michael could play the game, what would you do? And I feel like it'd be like, have, like, all the ex-marines I possibly could there. You know, like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have like three, like like two guys in fucking high school jerseys, which is, or those are like Letterman jackets, <laughs> which is what she had. She had like nine guys in Letterman jackets with random guns. And oh, she had a bunch of cooks and chefs oh, and shit. I thought they guns. were tracksuits. Those are what I fucking know. Yeah, whatever. They're whatever, the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, the movie was lacking. We'll just put it like that. I mean, it, it was fun. And I think if you're under, if you're a teenager, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, this is awesome. This is fucking cool." But uh, as an adult, it wasn't as good as the first one to me. We'll see what happens with the, with the, uh, you know, Rotten Tomato score and the rest of it later. But it seemed like they lost story and added gadgets and shit, and they added the statesman, which was like uh, just a 
a shadowy. Honestly, the movie, the whole movie feels like it was made by a British guy who's never been to America. He's only experienced America through car- through cartoons and comic books made by other British people. Because the statesmen were basically like a parody of what you would think an American was if you were British. Like some cowboy-esque, you know, uh, they all had cowboy hats and wore cowboy gear. Well, they were and... in Kentucky. That's why. No, but the guy who was operating out of New York wore a cowboy hat everywhere and looked like that. And he had he had two six shooters for Christ's sake, you know, and a whip. I mean, come on, man. You know, I mean, does that? So if instead of thought... wearing a tailored suit, everyone wears a cowboy hat. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean, a caricature. It, it, it's a it's a it's a caricature. Exactly. It's just a caricature. It's a parody of America, and it was it wasn't stupid, honestly. I was like, "Where's the guy in a suit? There must be one American in a suit." I mean, it's an intelligence agency, you know. I figure American intelligence agency would be like look like a regular dude. Like, where are those guys? Nope, all guys in cowboy hats and shit. Like, I, I haven't I haven't I haven't met that many people who own cowboy hats in my life, as they had <laughs> walking around in their offices all over. Like, every single member of their group was wearing a cowboy hat. When they showed the hologram at the end and they showed all the fucking other members of the statesmen, they're all wearing cowboy hats all over the United States. Come on. Is a cowboy hat accepted where the countrywide? I can get, I say, I guarantee I can go outside today. I can go outside, work all week, walk around, and I'll never see one motherfucker in a cowboy hat. Next week, you're going to come back and say, I saw four cowboy hats. I couldn't believe it. Maybe this movie will bring Cowboyheads back, which I don't have a problem with. You know, I think Michael would enjoy that, right, Mike? Oh, I yeah. would. You're right. I, I would too. I'd wear a cowboy hat. You know, they but I seem think... silly until you wear one, or you see someone who looks good in one, and you're like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. I'm glad we all couldn't agree on something for once. Seth MacFarlane. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I still haven't seen the Charlize Theron episode. Oh, I watched it. It was oh, all right. Yeah, I've only, right. I've only the latest one I've seen is with the one where James is talking about the girl getting shot and being there being blood everywhere, which so I didn't know what he was talking behind. about at the time. So, but are you two behind then? I think uh, no. I think that was the third Thursday one. one. Okay. Yeah. Whatever was on, it's on Thursday, right? So yeah. Michael, you got to get your act together. I don't know what you were doing on Friday that was so important that you couldn't be watching, fucking the show. Watching Blade Runner. Oh. I mean, your 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 timetable's like upside down. You get your priorities straight. Yeah. Orville. <laughs> Discovery. Work. Life. Basically, in that order, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, let's move on to uh, so game theory here. So I I just saw this article. This looked kind of funny. There's a game where you're you're a, an asshole goose. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about this. One of my coworker told me about this. It's called the unnamed goose game or something. Mm-hmm. It says, an untitled game starring a goose will allow players to cause trouble as a flappy waterfowl and terrorize a hapless gardener. (laughs) Get out of here, you goose. 
It's fucking hilarious. So yeah, that's it. The video you looks kind of funny. You didn't name the link Quack Quack or Honk Honk? Oh, it's supposed to be Duck Duck. Oh, I get it now. So you should know, <laughs> at my job, the coworkers and I are all goose-obsessed. Goose so he's going to say yep. goose-aficionados. We, so, well, yeah, kind of. We've, we've had this discussion before. Yeah, we've talked about this. So there's a goose in the building, in the neighborhood, and they have named him Guillermo Goose. And they talked about this in quite deta- in, in a lot of detail, this, this game. And one of the coworkers has vowed to bring in his goose, his goose call, so that we may <laughs> crawl, so that we may like open up the ceiling tiles in front of one of the unclassified labs and begin blowing it into their lab. <laughs> <laughs> so I will, I will bring video of that when it happens. I can't wait. I've been very excited. Like we all been like looking at each other, going, "Huh." <laughs> I'm very, very, very ready. I'm ready for it. That's wow. a good use of resources if it I've is. ever heard one. It is. Definitely not fraud, waste, and abuse. You got to enjoy your fucking workplace, my man. True. <laughs> <laughs> do, goose, do, uh, do geese have a name? Like a made-up name? Like crabs or wiggly boys? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you know what? I forgot about wiggly boys. I got to yeah. bring wiggly boys back. Yeah, we haven't given them a made-up name. Wiggly Hedgehogs or pokey boys, I think. Pokey Danger boys. noodles or snakes. Danger noodles. <laughs> That's right. And uh, doggos or uh, trash pandas. Trash pandas. There's another one for dogs. What are ge- geese? Have to be something. What was it? It was like not the, not the blah blah boys, but the other boys. What was it? The wolf wolf boys. The bork bork. Bork bork. Yeah, the bork bork doggos. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Bork bork. Hmm. Well, we'll have to look into that. Mike, you, you don't remember any of that, do you? He doesn't remember. I wasn't involved in that. He was. Where you were. He remembers Wiggly Boys. On several occasions. Yeah, he doesn't. I I remember you telling me about the Wiggly Boys thing. I I mean, we even had one of the creators on the show, so. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't know. Who's that? Brendan? Sam. Yes, Brendan. Yes, the guy you called Brendan, and now you only remember him as Brendan. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate you. All right. That was me. Am I next? What's next? Uh, Yes, you're next. I've crammed some kind of game in here as usual. Okay, so this game is called Horses, Horseshoes, Hand Grenades, Horseshoes, Hot Dogs, and Hand Grenades. Um, well, you fucked it up both times. Yeah, well, um, eat a fatty. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I have this game. I played it once, and I was like, oh, it's too complicated. Uh, but lately I've been watching videos about it and I'm like, I got to get back into it. So I got to set my stuff back up. But the reason I put this here is because it's a pretty accurate game as far as like the use of handguns, which is a great issue to talk about right now. (laughs) Um, so like, you know, the, on the guns, the decockers work, the way you load, like you can pick up a rifle in this game and you'll be like, okay, shoot. And nothing, you pull the trigger, nothing happens. You've got to load the magazine, then you've got to chamber around, then you've got to rack the slide, then you've got to push the uh, slide, the, uh, I forgot to call it, the thing on the side, you know, then you've got to turn, flip the fire switch from, from safe to single to auto, you know, I mean, it like, it, it allows you to do everything you could possibly do with the gun, you can mount stuff on it and all kinds of stuff. There's a great video here from Devil Dog Gamer where he dual, dual wheels Gatling guns. 
and uh, that's cool and all, but it's overall a really fun, cool game for shooting, and they've got a lot of weird guns in it. They've got the Blade Runner gun. I was telling Michael about that. They've got uh, the gun that the guy uses, that the brown coach used from Serenity. They've got his gun in it. They've got all kinds of World War II guns. They've got um, McMillan sniper rifle. They've got the Barrett. They've got you name it. They've got it. They've got all kinds of crazy rounds. They've got Dragon's Breath. I mean, you can load every kind of crazy round into every kind of crazy gun. It's absolutely amazing the stuff they have in here. And they have tons and tons of ranges and tactical courses and all kinds of places for you to shoot and everything else. It's pretty cool. So this might be a good way for you to people to work out their gun fetishes, I think, actually. Instead of collecting, just go and play horseshoes, hot dogs, and hand grenades. Um, yeah, nice. so check it out. Cool game. It is a VR experience, so you need to have a Vive. You need or, to be one of the elite to yeah, play it. Yeah, one of the elite to play it, yeah. Or come by my house. I'm still paying mine off, so. Well, sounds like a lot of fun. Yep, it is. Good time. That's it. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, side effects from playing with hot dogs, uh, one of our favorite gigantic comedians is now dead. By favorite, <laughs> I mean we've all heard of him. Uh, Ralphie May passed away from a heart attack after... Suffering of um, pneumonia for several weeks. And in case no one realized, because there's a certain level of giganticism, a.k.a. fatness, where it just becomes irrelevant. Um, Ralphie May was at one point 800 pounds and had gastric bypass surgery and got down to a mere uh, 450 pounds. He died and he was 45 years old. So, be healthier. That's mm. my message. He had a hot wife. Did he? Although they f- they filed for a divorce. Okay. Although it says the divorce was never finalized. Mm. His weight increased to 800 pounds following a car accident at age 16. He participated in VH1 Celebrity Fit Club and had gastric bypass surgery in 2004, which lowered his weight by 350 pounds. His Sucks. wife, his wife is ruthlessly hot. I won't say ruthlessly, but she's fucking pretty hot. Yeah. My God, it's stupid. So tell me, is she just like with him to be famous, or? Oh man, isn't that what they say? If you can make a chick laugh, you got her. I feel like I don't yeah, know that he made you know. it. Got him. <laughs> She's yeah. apparently on YouTube. I don't know. Here, here she is with waffles covering her breasts and vagina. What? Who is this chick? Bob's what is Bajin? this chick? Yeah, Lana Turner at her best. YouTube. She does look familiar. Really, really familiar. But here's the thing, right? How the fuck does Ralph and May get with Lana Turner? Never mind that he died. She Never saw mind. she saw the beauty beneath the surface, James. That's the best they got, we they can got a picture of him for. here. That's not a good picture either, man. That's <laughs> that's him looking fat. Yeah. I mean, maybe there aren't many of him not looking fat, but Well, yeah, I mean, as far as we know, his lowest is four fifty. So yeah. 
Right. He doesn't look spectacularly tall either, so quite round. I, I don't uh, know how tall he is, but yeah. I'd guess he's 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, but anyways... <laughs> in my head, he's, I was like, but anyways, five foot, good five riddance. 5'9". Yeah. If she uh, is stripping pregnant, what the so, hell? This is a fat ba- dude, man. Back to the point. Get healthy. Don't die at 45 from pneumonia and a heart attack. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Something to think about. So we move on to... Uh, yeah, and he had the, two kids. Yeah. That's You're like, how? Yeah. Well, you got a hot wife. There you go. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Make it work. I don't get it. Teamwork with the dream work. Yep. I don't get it. James, you want to know something else you uh you won't un- you won't get, you won't understand? What's that? It's called Fetlang. It's a programming language. I want to read you the little excerpt from there. Read me. Fetlang is a static. Is this a typed... programming language by Fetty Wap? No, but that would be equally ridiculous. <laughs> he sits in front of the keyboard and like, Hey, what about <laughs> <laughs> No, Fetlang is a statically typed procedural esoteric programming language and reference implementation. It's designed such that the source code looks like a poorly written fetish erotica. <laughs> Make Sean moan. Worship Carrie's feet. What the hell? Fetlang yes. is not recommended for production use at the moment, especially in medical or military applications. <laughs> oh boy, aren't we? Isn't life? What a time to be alive, guys! <laughs> Make slave scream. Sean's name. Make Sean moan. What the hell? Isn't this is this is great, right? It's like, dude, features, right? Gendered variables. Uh, one of them is confusing English-like syntax and unhelpful error messages. <laughs> That's one of the features. Unhelpful error messages. You like the license? Fetlang is licensed under the BSDM BSD modified license. Oddly similar to BDSM, don't you think? Mm-hmm. That's funny. There's a tutorial. We uh we got to get on this, guys. Yeah, that would be the great first a great first programming language. Yeah, something to ruin your ability <laughs> to learn all future programming languages. It's like, so would you start out with uh Fortran, C, Java, Perl? Uh, started with Fetlang. You're like, get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Worship carries feet. I tell you, man. Buying so, Amy to St. Andrew's Cross. What the fuck? I got a couple things in here. Um, I'm not, I think we talked about this before, but I'm not sure if we did. Um, but I've been following this story uh, a little bit. It keeps, it keeps popping up. So, so a few, maybe a month or two ago, a woman threw a cup of urine at a bus driver on a, like a DC Metro bus. Did she produce the urine while? En route, or did she carry yes. it on with her? Okay. Yes. <laughs> she she said she had to pee. She couldn't wait, so that's so she peed in a cup. Then she said the the driver said something not nice to her. So as she was exiting the bus, she threw the urine at her. 
Him or her, I don't know. Whoever mm-hmm. the bus driver is. Um, now in this follow up to this story, it says woman who threw urine at bus driver tested positive for drugs. Um, she's, it says she's tested positive for PCP following Ooh. her initial arrest. And then she had a court appearance on Monday where a judge revealed that drug tests came back positive for PCP in at least two occasions. I guess she liked uh, getting wet, playing some water sports. Ugh. Oh, so she was arrested August 31st. Or I'm sorry, when she was arraigned, and the judge ordered her. She said, okay, you can be released, but you're going to have to go undergo drug testing. And so since then, she's tested like at least twice for PCP. She's like, nah, I'm not about that life. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, PCP, of all things? Like, when's the last time you heard anyone even say PCP? And when's the last time you ever heard of anything about PCP? Angel dust. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. I'm like, PCP? Like, that's like the next level, man. <laughs> that's like, you truly desperate if you go to PCP. I mean, I, you, yeah, I don't even... You've exhausted all avenues of drug use in your life. Like, why wouldn't you... Like, marijuana, okay, I know a lot of people... Do marijuana, no smoke mm-hmm. marijuana or whatever. Heroin once in a while. It's maybe fun. heroin, maybe fucking cocaine. I don't smoke know. Smoke rocks. Cocaine, I can see, you know, but I don't know, man. This is so fucking weird. I was like PCP, like, Jesus. Like I didn't even know it was still a thing. Oh yeah. Apparently it is. Mike, so anyway, um, I realize you don't know too much about the drug culture, so I'm not going to give you a hard time on that one, but. You know, I understand. Thank you for covering this. <laughs> so to um, to get us back on our uh, into our our uh, triggered uh, pun intended gun discover a uh, gun discussion, I have a couple articles here. One has the title "Nope," the other one "Iceland." So the first one, "Nope." The good guy with a gun theory debunked. So supposedly, they've done the studies, they've analyzed the data, and the theory that, you know, oh, well, if I was there and I had my gun, you know, I'd be be able to do something, you know? Like, all the teachers in fucking Connecticut, they should have all just had guns. Then they could have, you know, they could have protected themselves, protected the kids. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Other than people are selfish and afraid for their lives? Well, A, most people don't train. A, they don't train at all, or they train, they go to the range, they shoot their gun, Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. They don't take, like James and I were just talking about this yesterday, like, take, like, advanced combat training and, you know, like, oh, what if you get shot in your, your dominant hand? Now you can't, you know, you had to be able to shoot with your other hand, you know, all this kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. They're not trained for this stuff. The, I mean, shit's going on. People are dying around you. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, you know, you're going to, you're going to fucking either freeze or whatever. You know, these are regular people. They're not fucking cops. They're not yeah, fucking soldiers. They're not, they're not built for this shit. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to fucking freeze up. And that's pretty much it. You know? That's a fair assessment. 
Now, if I were there, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> now, and and the other thing that's hard for any any normal person to do is to shoot another human being, whether they're killing other people or not. You know, it's it goes against something in a lot of people to shoot another person. A lot of people. Not me, but a lot of people. Right. Well, I know you're... I, I do what has to be done. I know. You're You're a realist. You're... <laughs> I'm, I'm you're rugged. A, you're a... Uh, He's looking for a sensitive word here. He's like, uh, you're a... Uh... Pragmatist? <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. I was going <laughs> to... Practical, but yeah, a pragmatist, exactly. Yep. That's the word I was looking for. I was going to be like, a practicalist. But yeah, that's not a thing. So, a pragmatist, exactly. That's the word I'm looking for. So, I think all of us could shoot someone. Yeah, I, think I mean, you just have to pragmatic. Make the make that decision to detach emotionally and do it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if a thing has to be done, you do it. That's yeah. it. You know, if, for if a the good problem reason, is you know. the house is on fire, you put the fire out. If a guy has a gun and he's shooting kids, you shoot him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like. <gasps> You just fucking put a cap in his ass. That's it, you know? Right. Now, in in this same article, in in line, is a link to a... I haven't watched it yet because it's 43 minutes long, but I would like to watch it. Is a motherboard, which is part of Vice, documentary about the strange history of smart gun technology in America, which is something James mentioned earlier. That's what Hmm. I was talking about from this very video. Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen it. It's a good video. Oh, okay. Well, it's definitely, worth your, definitely worth your time. 100% worth your time. It's very unbiased. It's very like, oh, tell me about smart guns. It's good. Yeah, and I've seen things about smart guns in the past, but it was a very long time ago when the shit was just getting started. And they were talking about it on, like, you know, Modern Marvels or some shit, like, you know, something something on the History Channel where they're talking about, you know, just starting out, like, you could get a ring and have that on the gun or, you know, this and that. Like, you wear a special ring and that comes in contact with the gun. So that enables it to fire, you know. But I'm sure they have... Well, maybe they don't. I don't know. We'll have to watch the documentary. It, so I'm sure they've made progress. Maybe not. But in, I mean, I don't know much about firearm mechanics. There's probably not a whole lot of, you know, spare room in there to implement something. But, I mean, I have a key fob that lets me unlock my door without removing it from my pocket. Can't they do something similar? But make the range, like, you know, six inches? So this kid made one, or it's either there's this. What was the it, one with the fingerprint? Isn't there a, yeah, a newer one with that? Uh, maybe that's the one the kid made. But there's there's this company, and I I think the gun's called like PC One or something. I don't know. But they're a European gun manufacturer, and they got with some American guy, and they made a gun that uses like a key fob sort of a deal. I forgot what it is. It's either a ring or a bracelet or something. I think it's a bracelet. But this guy in God knows where the fuck, some some guy here, some hacker slash pen tester, he he broke it. Like he already found an exploit that made it so that you could either make the gun fire when you wanted it to, or make the gun not fire at all, or make the gun fire without its owner having it. Which hmm. the the totally like and I, he goes in a deep explanation about what he did. It's on YouTube. I don't know what that it's would actually make it. guns kill people, James. Yeah. No. 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 Not fire by itself. But he made it so that like if the Someone owner could pointed steal it, 
not Someone have, could steal not have it the key fob or whatever it is, and, and then still it. use it. Or yeah. you could stop the owner from shooting you by exploiting this hack without having to open the gun or anything like that. Using he did he did it using electromagnets and all kinds of weird stuff. Like he could make the gun he could make it so you could fire the gun by holding an electromagnet in your hand. And it would pull it would keep the gun from engaging its safety. You know? Mm-hmm. Or disengage its safety or something like that. Like you just put a little magnet, like a neodymium magnet on the side of the gun. It was very interesting, but I don't know. I mean I'm glad he found the exploits. I mean it's good that he found them, but that's the problem. Like the the excuse just like the a good a good guy with the gun thing, just like the, that excuse, there's a whole thing in the gun community where they're like, we don't want smart guns because it won't work when I need it to. I need the gun to be as simple as possible. So basically, the gun community does everything they can to make a gun that anyone can shoot to kill any number of toddlers or toddlers kill any number of adults or crazy people kill any number of other people. I mean, they just want the gun to be as simple as possible, which I understand, but fuck, man. Come on, help us out. Help yourself out. But they got to see the short-sighted end of this road is going to end in like an America without guns or an America in ruins. Uh, very tiring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm all for smart guns. If they can make it so either you wear something or you have something and it only works for you, or you and two other people you've authorized, or whatever it is, you know, then great, you know. I think that'd be great because a it's it stops um, if your gun gets stolen, then someone else can't use it, right? And then the other part of that is if you're in a situation and your gun gets taken away from you, like that happens a lot with I don't know if it happens a lot, but it happens enough with cops where it's a you know it's a problem. Where it's like, you know, 20% or 30% of cops get shot with their own gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I want a lawgiver. <laughs> yeah, give me a lawgiver. Double whammy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> a double whammy. Mike. Uh, projecting your bias. Nope, the bottom one. Double whammy. Smart guns. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Already got it. See? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So yeah, this is what a if, uh, this is a what good if article. Did Check something like a breathalyzer, like a an authorized breath print. You're like, oh. yeah, you Star Trek Discovery, which was hacked. No, yeah, well, no. yeah. Who's gonna do that? <laughs> but yeah, lot lots of good ideas. It's like you're thinking. I like it. Mm-hmm. You got to keep going, but you're thinking. Um. All right. Next up. So this this is a very interesting read. 90,000 guns, but no gun-related crimes. So this is in Iceland. Um, And I'll just read this excerpt. In March, an overzealous gun owner shot a few rounds into the air in a suburb of Reykjavik. He just had the gun serviced and was eager to make sure it was in good working order. Um. Police were called to the scene. The news media rolled up. People speculated that someone might have been hurt. No one knew what was going on. No one could find anyone that was injured. But neighbors swear they heard gunshots. This was a big deal. National news coverage big. The gun owner came forward the next day and apologized. 
Police subsequently seized the gun in question, alongside with all other weapons in his collection, and revoked his gun license. Ah! You might think that this shook the nation because gun ownership is rare, but you'd be wrong. According to research that they've done, the estimated total number of civilian guns in Iceland is 90,000. That's 90,000 guns for 330,000 people. I'm pretty sure there's more so than one gun per U.S. citizen in this country, though. I think it's like six. Mm-hmm. Though I don't know if that counts military. It says, but they say there's far more guns per household, but the rate of gun ownership is just a little above one-third. Mm, okay. In the U.S. Pretty good. Uh, despite, they say, despite the high level of gun ownership, Iceland still has one of the lowest crime rates in the world. Um, they say it's a real schlep to get a gun. Uh, the police, so they interviewed a guy who works in the Icelandic police gun licensing department. They're like, we don't know why gun crime is so low. He's like, maybe because it's hard to get a license? Perhaps. Different culture, different people. Um, Icelanders have to do paperwork for the police the magistrate, and even the environmental agency of Iceland to get a gun. They have to prove they have no criminal record. They have to be evaluated by a doctor to prove that they are of sound mind and have good enough eyesight. They have to buy and read two books, attend a three-day course, and score at least 75% on an exam for gun safety. For, oh, I'm sorry, for gun safety, management, what animals are allowed to be hunted and when, and so on. And then there's a practical exam to prove they know how to handle a gun safely. Then they need to prove they have a gun safe to lock the weapons. And they need to have a separate place to lock the, I mean, to lock the weapons, yeah. And then they need to have a separate place to lock the ammunition. Hmm. So, a lot of think, different, a lot of different culture. I think it's a cultural thing. I don't think it's even a, 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 oh, it's really hard to get a gun. I don't think that's even part of it. I think it's just cultural. I mean, I think that's, I think that's America's problem. I think somehow people. along the road we 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 allowed ourselves to be divided on everything, including guns. So you have a group of people who are scared of guns desperately and hate them, and you have a group of people who love guns, and then those people don't want to understand each other and. Then, you know, instead of teaching gun responsibility across the board in schools, you go to like some schools and they'll teach you like, oh, you know, this is, you know, they teach you about guns and proper hunting and proper, you know, uh, husbandry of animals and stuff like that. And then you go to other schools and they don't teach you anything. And, you know, they, they barely teach you how to write a fucking check, you know, and not saying that country schools are better than city schools, but country schools like, oh, this is what you need to live out here. City schools are like, oh, here's some fucking stuff. Let me ask you what you, you might think is a rhetorical question, but it's not. I'm going, I'm, I'm stretching, I'm reaching a little bit, but do you think war gave guns a bad name? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I think people see war for the necessity it is. And I think, I think war, I think if you think about the wars of our times, you think about what's bad about war, you don't think about guns. You think about, like, nukes. 
Well, I mean, when did the whole sort of anti-gun mentality come around? Was it like Vietnam War era, World War II? Something that, you know, triggered a lot of people to be afraid of bullets. I think it started with the with hippies. Okay. I think it started with hippies. I think that's when it started. I think I think in this like this the fifties and sixties we started changing into like this you know, you had beatniks and you had groups of people who were just like different. I'm not saying that that's wrong. It's good to get different opinions and different point of views, but yeah, groups of people who were different, and guns weren't part of what of of their lives, mm-hmm. and that slowly grew into like these, you know, and you think about people who live in cities, right? People who live in cities. This is all my guesses, assessments, and opinions, but people who live in cities are the kind of people who would sit around the coffee shop and talk, you know, and chat about inane things, you know. That I mean, they just they like don't own a car. They have a city life. You know, they don't even think about owning a gun. They don't hunt. They don't go camping. They yeah, don't go out they're in the woods. detached from the utility of having a weapon. Yeah, exactly. When you have people out in the in wherever, you know, like you need to have a gun. You know, I forgot who we were talking to. They were telling us about bears, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they were like, "Yeah, they're like where I live, bears everywhere." And you know, you need to have a gun. He's like, "You need to have." Oh, the guy guy at work. He was telling us about bears, and he was telling us like I was asking him about handguns. And he's like, he's like, I'm not really a gun guy. He's like, I got a crossbow and a shotgun. He's my wife is the gun person because she's from blah, blah. And she grew up with bears everywhere. So she's, she's always been the gun person in our household. And she's like, she always keeps a shotgun loaded with slugs, you know, around every corner because she's like, you know, just trained from childhood that a bear could come charging your house anytime and whatever, whatever. You know, and I was like, where did she grow up? The fucking, you know, in between some wagons on her way to on, on her way to the West. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. So it was the rise of the big city that led to the fear of guns. Well, you think about the dispersion of Democrats and Republicans, right? Yeah, I was just thinking about that, actually. Yeah, Democrats, cities, Republicans, countries, mm-hmm. the country, you know. So. Hmm. And Food I mean, thought. and and so basically, you let you let you let the city kind of uh, naturally grow without any shape, and nobody in the government says, "Hey, guns are still important," which I guess they aren't, you know. But it maybe it seemed ridiculous at the time to be like, "We should teach we should teach people guns are okay," but maybe they should have. Like I'm sure in Iceland, they're used to people having guns, and they don't have a problem with it. And they probably you know, like have a gun- lot more hunters up there too. Yeah, and they're they're like guns are okay. It's okay to own guns, you know. I forgot the other place. Everyone has, you know, the I think it's Sweden or something. Being in the military is mandatory, so you just mm-hmm. take your gun home. In Ice, Denmark, that's uh, Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. You just take your gun. You just take your fucking Uzi home. Your your M4 home, and you put it in your closet. You have like three or four generations of family members with their fucking assault rifles in a closet somewhere. You know, I mean, uh, full auto assault rifles. They don't have any gun violence. You know, girls draw out riding down the street. You go in the, yeah, you go to Israel and you have fucking people riding down the street with their fucking assault rifles across their back because they have a civilian military that just roams around the city because the city is the country. The, the country and the city and the borders are all the same place. 
So you're always interfacing with guns. But in America, you could go your whole life without ever seeing a gun. You know? Which builds an intensity. Like, if you're only seeing guns in movies and TVs, you're going to believe silencers are magic. Well, that's, that's how it was for me for a long time. Yeah. I never saw a gun. Unless it was on the hip of a police officer. That's it. Yeah. James, how old were you the first time you fired a gun? Roughly. First time I fired a gun? Yeah. Oh, geez. Probably a t- 20s. Okay. I was used to guns, though, because my, my dad had a gun. And he brought it He brought it to the house, and I saw it out, and, you know, okay, he sort of fair. talked to me about it. And I remember him popping around out, and it rolled into the refrigerator. And I, <laughs> my mom freaked out. And I was like eight. or No, I was like maybe like... Maybe I was like 11 or something. When it's going to blow up and kill someone. I, yeah, I don't know what she thought would happen. My dad like <laughs> fished it out of there, you know. But that was his first f- semi-auto. You know, he had a Saturday night special, like a 38. Mm-hmm. And then they issued him the Glock, the Glock 17 or whatever it was. And he was so happy. He was so, he thought that gun was so cool. He came to my house because my parents were divorced and he showed me the gun. And he popped the round out of the chamber and rolled it in the refrigerator. And I just thought that's cool. You know. Okay, so you were exposed at a sort of reasonably young age. Sort of. I mean, I was exposed the way a city kid was exposed. I wasn't exposed the way someone who like you know grew up with guns. Like we mm-hmm. didn't have a gun. My mom didn't have a gun. She never talked about guns. Nobody in my family. Nope. None of the people in my mom's side of the family had guns, and I'm but sure nobody in my dad's side of the family has guns. It wasn't something that was like forbidden to speak of in your house. No. Okay. No, no, nothing like that. Right. Michael's mom's from Canada, so for her, guns are like this repugnant, horrible thing. And I totally understand that, you know, but it's all about where you're from. I think they have guns in Canada, don't they? They do, but I totally, I, t- I understand why your mom is like, guns are like pizzas or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> it's definitely not part of their culture. Like, it's not part, yeah, it's not, they're not a gun culture like we are here. I was lucky enough to visit my uncle in Arizona when I was like 10 or 11, and he took me into the desert shooting. So it was only 22s, but he had a revolver and a rifle and um, taught me some safety etiquette and let me shoot. So I've, I've never had an issue with uh, being afraid of guns or anything. So it all comes down to exposure. Perhaps. Yeah. Hmm. Well, all right. Uh, next up, so, you know, we, we, we sometimes come across this, you know, are we living in the matrix? You know, is this, is reality a computer simulation? Are we just brains in a jar? You know, whatever, whatever. So these two physicists, quantum physicists, one guy works at the University of Oxford, another guy works at the Hebrew University in Israel. They crunched the numbers and found that the computing power needed to simulate the universe all the way down to the quantum level would require a computer built from more atoms than there are in the universe itself. Which universe? Whoa. We live, we live in a multiverse, Mike. Whoa, unless you, you blew unless my you forget. mind, dog. Don't forget, okay? <laughs> multiverse. There is so, at least 11 dimensions. Might maybe twenty three. Uh, there are between eleven dimensions and Graham's number. 
which is a number so big that all the atoms uh, in our known universe could not produce enough printer ink to print out the entire number. There's so f- between 11 and that number. There's at least four dimensions. There are One at least where four. Berenstein Bears is actually Berenstein. Correct. One well, with so that tree in the yard. Yeah, okay, yes. Is actually still there. But they're not mutually exclusive. One where Nelson Mandela is dead. Yes. Or dead then. Right. Yes. And all the other things. I mean, there could be at least two. In theory. That, well, no. There are at least two. There are at least 11, actually. And Graham's number ends in the number seven. It's They, they know this. It's science. Um... But please present your... Is that like Ava, foul... Avogadro's number or whatever? It's, like it's, that. it's a similar concept, Mike. But please uh, continue to present your uh, fallacy of an argument. So, no. Well, they, they supposedly ran the numbers and they said, no, nope, can't be done. Mm-hmm. Now, what I say to this, they, they go into more detail, but what I say to this is you don't have to simulate everything all the time. Right. Procedural generation? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Or perception. Like, we all share the idea that the universe is infinite, but we don't actually know. And that idea doesn't take up much computing power. Right. Exactly. Also, there's the argument that if we live in a simulation, any proof to the positive uh, or proof to the negative could be simulated. So, who who's to say? Illuminati confirmed, dog. No. Exactly. <laughs> As James nods off out of boredom. I'm listening to you. <laughs> Illuminati I'm listening confirmed. intently with my eyes closed. I am listening. I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm thinking about how I can chime in on this conversation, but I can't because I feel like, I'm like, all right. I mean, like, I don't think you need to. I mean, I, okay. Number one, I don't think they did any fucking numbers. Obviously, you need something bigger than, bigger than the universe to crunch the universal numbers if everything is running at once, proving what Michael says true. Now, here's the thing, right? Instead of being like, we have to run everything at once, you fucking do procedural generation and instancing. So you say, okay, we have an Evan instance, a James instance, a Mike instance. Those instances run in tiny little clusters, all alone, all by themselves. And they have free thought they have the they they have their own way to experience the world affected by i mean it's ai theory and it's going to happen we're going to do this with ai one day to the point where ai will be like humans and we'll we'll get there you know so could our evil overlords be there sure and could we be running our in our own little thing yeah and could you like how many people are looking at the pegasus galaxy or whatever or whatever that fucking the fucking horse head galaxy. How many people are looking at that right now and they're saying, oh, I wonder what's happening there. Probably like 11 people in the whole world. So can you simulate something for 11 fucker, fuck faces? Can you give them a graphical representation of something happening? Sure, of course you can. You don't have to simulate that. All you have to do is fucking have the earth inside a big diorama that looks like it's looking out at something. Uh, big on. diarrhea, thank you. <laughs> anyway, I mean, you, get you just my have point. to do it once and then have shared memory access none of this is hard yeah exactly none of this is fucking now hard. james let me ask you something what is the common name for the two-dimensional representation of the illuminati symbol i don't know what that graham's number the no, the answer is a triangle 
How many points does a triangle have? Three. How many of us are on this call? I'm getting set up. Three. Illuminati confirmed. It's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, oh that's great. That's and then great. we all get uh, small meat from drinking malt liquor. That's right. What? <laughs> that was a great scene. Yeah, it was. What are you talking about? In, uh, fuck, what was that movie? I can't remember the name of it, yeah. Sorry, Michael Jai White. Like, yeah, fuck. Blaxploitation. Great, uh, great movie. Mockery. And then they... they... It's so good. The whole That whole scene, when they're in the diner and he's like breaking down, it's so good. He's like, see, yeah. Waffles has 27, blah, blah, blah. He's like, the symbols, oh my god, look at that sign, there you go! You know, it's like, oh, so good. I need to watch that again. I can't remember the name of the movie. I gotta watch it again, though. It's so good. It's called Black Dynamite. There you go, Black Dynamite. Yeah. I'll see if that I can a find movie. a clip. I'll put it in the show notes. It's a great fucking movie. So all I got is, uh, are we done, Michael, with that? Yes. All right, cool. So all I got, I put the link down there for the Captain Planet skit. It's hilarious. The little bit that that I saw is so funny. So check that out. Hmm. All right. I'm wearing my watch, Michael. (laughs) What's going on? I put it on the first time in many months. Synchronized swatches. Yeah. <laughs> Michael had his watch on last night. He's like, where's your watch? I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's in the room. Good. I added a link. I called deduction to the uh, diner scene from Black Dynamite. Yes. Everyone should watch it. Yes. Not right now, Mike, but after we wrap this up. We tend to um, draw out the end of the shows. So let's, we're all done. Let's get up. Let's uh, get out of here. Oh, yeah. No, I'm good. So, James, you got anything else? Negative. Nope. Nope. All right. Evan, you good? I'm good. All right. Well, from all of us here at the IO Panel Podcast, we thank you very much for listening. Uh, Please send us any feedback to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. You can check out all our links on our website, iopanelpodcast.com, including how to subscribe to the show, how to support us, either via Patreon or our Amazon affiliate link. And that's pretty much all I got. So uh, from all of us here, thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, we said.